The Ron and Fez Show starts right now.
Ah, buddies. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Started the show today by getting deep, deep purple. Chris Stanley's pick. We're in the deep end of the pool. That was your way of coming back, huh, Brownie? <laughs> what? What did you, you call me? I call you Brownie because of your new nickname. <laughs> Big ups. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, you can't say, but... No, no, no. no. Uh, Higgs got some baked goods sent to him last night. The and, tastiest of treats. And I always tell you, don't eat your brownies too late at night, because then when you come in, <laughs> you're a little still yeah, woke full up. from last night. Yeah, very I mean, yeah, very full from last uh, Woke up really full. Do not eat them as if they're just baked goods. <laughs> well, you know what you Medicine. Eat- we need half, and then you're get you get impatient <laughs> from the birthday the, to get full. You want to eat the other half. <laughs> we need to keep them somewhere else other than your house. But you have a lot of fine listeners out there oh who care God. about you very much, and I care about them. I know you do. Breakfast you got a heart of gold this morning. <laughs> uh, so much stuff going on today up on the iBang. Uh, the Fez meme contest is uh, is absolutely hysterical. I fucking love it. There's so many great memes out there. And there I had is... to look away. You didn't like it? No, there was a lot of just cruel memes out there. Well, they're not out there. They're on the iBang. The iBang.com is where it's all happening at. Before we get even started with anything, I just want to play the little... Uh, Celtic girl after her loss. This is a little soccer Scotsman. This little girl. I, there's nothing I like better than a meltdown because someone's shitty team lost. <laughs> and I don't even know, I have to know what the team does or whatever. Just the fact that when you live and die with a team, how quickly you turn on that thin line between love and hate. That normally uh, you read uh, about Chris Brown. It goes to show you there's a little Chris Brown in all of us. It's just under the surface, man. All right, let's play some of this. That's fucking hell, man. For fucking grand free, fuck I know. You got the last sixteen, but you can't fucking beat them, fucking bloody way faster to madness. Don't you turn to me, Sheldon? You bastard! You fucking bastard! That's it. That's it. You did me proud by making it the last 16. But you could have pushed yourself harder to make it the fucking semi finals or something. Eh, bastards, you can beat Barcelona 2 fucking 1, but you can't fucking beat Juventus. See, fucking hell, like, that's ridiculous. So, Dean brought on our wee fucking Tony Bat. See, that referee, you Spanish fucking bastard. Give names everything, you Spanish cunt, you dick, you wanker. I'm calling you every fucking name under somebody. I couldn't give a fuck, you Spanish. See, you do to me, you Spanish cunt. She's so sweet. That's kind of fan you want. She'll be headbutting motherfuckers left and right. They all do. I mean. And watch out, you Spanish cunts. There, uh, I don't know what gets into Tracy Muscotch and why she gets that fired up over her team. But she does. She doesn't even look like she's from this century. She looks so old school, like she could be screaming this in the 1800s. Fez, this is your people. You're fucking Scots, by the way, fucking Canada, that shared face. I like to see you pissed off at the book sometime. You motherfuckers! 2001 was great when we cheated! 
Wankers. Hey, they're putting an asterisk next to that Buck Super Bowl win. I was reading about it because they're pretty sure that that game was rigged. That Beautiful. was a deserved win. Perfect. Good. No, they should so, expose it. Just make a meme about it. That's all you have to do to get the word out there. <laughs> make a uh, fucking meme, you Spanish cunt. Is, just read off some of his fun memes. <laughs> they're all up on the iBank today. Uh, this two pays the cat's ass. Literally. <laughs> Loves Mo Rocca. Hates Mo Mike time. <laughs> oh, shit, That's the son. meme saying it. Oh, shit, son. That's coming from the top. Does it know what cum tastes like? Oh, that's sad. I don't always eat cum, but when I do, I always make sure my hair is combed nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you get back into the fucking cool goddamn tube that you had going? Can a penis fall off if you don't use it? The weird thing about Fez and tube times is he never would bring it up on the air. Never once mentioned it, word forever. And then he was going to do the get bring the old Fez back, so we wore the Fez uh, for one day. I remember that. Yeah. YOLO, more like homo. I get it. YOLO, you only live once. No, I get that. I don't understand using just the abbreviation of homosexual. <laughs> I mean, what is your hurry? Did someone say bum darts? <laughs> Those are all up on the iBank there, today. There's so many good ones. I'm so we got to pick a, a winner, right? Yeah. By the way, so many more came in after. Oh, okay. Like the just tremendous, shit? ridiculous amounts. Awesome. Uh, came in, but maybe it's something we should just keep going every day. Because I do miss the tube. It's a fucking great picture. Yeah, fucking Spanish <laughs> cunt. Wig win. Nobody knows I'm 70. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> All right, we're giving out a winner today to one of these, right? Yeah, one of them. Chris Stanley, it's up to you, Brownie. (laughs) Okay. To pick it up. Also up on the iBank today, the five Sam Shepard plays. These are five Sam Shepard plays to get you started. You're a Sam Shepard fan? Yeah, I like Sam Shepard. You ever go to any of the plays? I've never been to a play. We got to go to a play one night because I think it... I know you go to musicals. I've been to two, yes. I think they're... I got to think of another word, right, Fez? Because it's not gay that no. you don't say. But I find them uncomfortable. Just mm. people breaking in the song, except for the Jersey Boys, of course, where you can <laughs> hear all the great early '60s songs. Oh yeah. But a play is really fucking cool. I'd love to go to one. Our buddy Ethan Hawke is doing one. We ought to go to that one night. Fuck yeah! After we go to uh, finally, your fucking Nets are winning again. I think after 13 games, they won in overtime last night. Place <laughs> went crazy. Big ups, baby. Big ups. Brooklyn all day. And uh, they've been losing so bad that Tracy McScotch has been just uh, leaving awful videos up about him. Yeah, she doesn't use the word Spanish, though. Uh, what's the big story for you today, Chris Stanley? All right, this came out. Um, Cal coach Mike Montgomery got into some fucking trouble for shoving a player on the fucking court. Oh, that was a couple of days ago. And I think he just got around to apologizing. Yeah, he just released. The fact was, I was wrong, he said at a conference call. Looking back, you can't do that. I'm dying. So, I mean, I understand why he had to fucking apologize since everything is caught on camera and fucking blown the fuck up uh, with HD fucking video everywhere. But I don't think he was wrong in doing that. I think he was just fucking trying to juice his dude up. It wasn't like he punched him in the fucking face. It was a quick shove. No, he gave him a shove. He gave him a hard, double-handed shove in the chest. So what's your, what's your calling it, Fizz? Uh, get rid of this coach. He doesn't oh, deserve bullshit. to be around students. You He's... don't think the apology is enough? No, I don't Maybe think so. Maybe a suspension? 
No, get rid of him. This he can is... do all the anger management that he wants. That's a madman standing there. It's a guy just trying to fucking motivate his fucking player. Even so, even the other players are fucking yelling at the kid, saying he was fucking going nuts. They're and yelling by the way, at the after, kid not to hit the coach back. After that happened, the kid went and lit it up. The kid just fucking lit it up. So the fucking guy knows what he's doing. And this is basically fucking professional sports. It's, it's NCAA basketball. This is professional. Uh, look, I got news for you. In the NBA, you can't push a fucking player. You can't fucking push your player anywhere. You can't push another human being. You don't put your hands on people like that. But I don't think he's going to get fired for it. Uh, what uh, up on the iBank? What do the people have to say? Yes, no. Um, is it an apology enough? Yes, no one was hurt. Is eighty-one percent? No, you don't put your hands on the kid. Twenty percent. Yeah, I think the apology gets to it, and you know, if they want to suspend him a game or whatever, um, firing is ridiculous. Particularly since the guy doesn't have a fucking history of this. Yeah. It was just a motivational fucking... We used to, when I was a little kid, like in fifth or sixth grade, our football coach, when we fucked up in practice, he used to say, touch your toes, and when we did, he'd kick us in the ass, and we go fucking face first. Like, so fucking felt so embarrassing and stupid. What a dick. Yeah, he was. He was this little fucking Italian guy who always wore work boots. And I'm not even kidding. When that guy died of a heart attack later... And it was like like four or five years later, we all laughed our asses off. We said, good. Now who you fucking kicking? You short fuck. <laughs> He's fucking worm food, dude. Yeah. And then later in the video, you see her on the eye bang. The coach um, is like trying to make up and gives him like a hard slap on the back to act like, oh, no, that's just the way I am. Well, yeah, shit got heated. He apologized. Shit did get heated, and he did apologize. I don't think he was trying to motivate. I think he has an anger problem and shoved a kid. But you don't know anything about the sport or him. No, I don't watch any of this. So why wouldn't you just leave it up to the people who know him, know the program, know his past, and figure out? Because I, I agree, you can't shove a fucking kid. I know uh, that uh, Hicks thinks it's great just to punch kids as hard as you can. He wasn't punching. He it was a fucking quick, if firm fucking push. That's all it was. Anthony in Boston, you're on the Run of Fish show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Um, is it possible that maybe this coach, I don't know the circumstance, but I'm thinking maybe he's just trying to fire the kid up. I remember yeah, that. that's what he was doing. He was trying to fire his kid up. Like, what the fuck's with you? You know, you're dragging ass out there. Get it together. Yeah, get him some balls. Get him going up there. Get him, you know. This is the problem when the kid them. has extra talent. Um, a lot of guys with extra talent have a tendency to dog it sometimes. You gotta stay focused, dog. Fucking Bobby Knight. He's the shit. So he choked the kid out. It's okay. No, it's right. not. They got rid of him. Uh, Doesn't fuck up his legacy, though, in my eyes. I mean, the fucking guy won a shitload of fucking games. But the thing is, you just can't put your fucking hands on other people anywhere in society. We've already lined that up. Look, put it this way. This is a college, right? Yeah. If this was fucking physics class... And some kid gets a day, and the fucking professor comes over, what's with you? And he's fucking shoving him. Everybody would think that guy's a lunatic. The only reason why you can even get this far of the screaming is because it's fucking uh, everyone puts sports where you're allowed to be antisocial and weird. Yeah. And just I'll totally tell you impressive. this. If I'm in the fucking stands and somebody puts the hands on somebody in my family, it's fucking on. 
There's fucking Bennington's climbing over fucking seats to get down there. Because to me, that what you're saying is, let's fucking go. The fact is, the guy didn't punch him or choke him or do I'm anything I'm saying crazy. to you, dude, yeah. someone put some fucking hands on my family and we're all fucking coming in. That's the fu- that's the fucking game he's playing, and if he's saying like, "Oh, hey, all I was doing is trying to motivate him," then we'd say, well, "We're now trying to motivate you. You can't go fucking shoving us." And if that, if that kid had shoved him back or retaliated like he, he really been... wanted to, he'd be off the team. He'd be gone. That's fucking crazy talk, Fizz. That kid should have fucking shoved back. This whole fucking be off the team? No fucking way. Everybody would have said, "Hey, the other guy started it." But, having said that, there's no reason to fire this guy. He's been around the school for a while. Everybody knows him. Um, Patrick, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, yeah, Fez, I just want to know, uh, do you think you should be fired for uh, threatening to kill and beat the shit out of an uh, intern two years ago when you were drunk? I, well, first of all, you're right. I was drunk. This guy is supposed to be in his right mind. And no, I never touched that kid. Seriously. Yes, you did. You fucking hit him with something. You hit Sam you with something. You should be fired is what I'm asking. If, any, if either one of those kids would have fucking went down to HR, um, well, first of all, they would have said, Fez, good, you were in the show today. Looks like we're making some improvement. And then B... Uh, no, you would have had to fucking deal with it. But that's what happens when you start to call the grown-ups in. It becomes real. Hey, so if that was your kid, you'd be okay with someone shoving him? I'd be pissed. I'd be... I, I, I think, yeah, I know why you're okay with this kid getting shoved. What's that? He's black. <laughs> what the, gee, oh, that's awful. Black, black has nothing to do with this. Skin what color? if he was gay? I'd be fine with it. He could be gay for all I know. You're fine with people shoving and hitting gay people. In here's this the context. thing. Why is the fu- here's the thing at the beginning. Why is the kid dogging it? You got the fucking power. Take the ball. Drive to the fucking hoop. Shit, it's second half. It's fucking 16 minutes left. But I, I hate the fact, Fez, that we act like we can't understand that kind of craziness. You know what I mean? You're I a human being. Can. You had a fucking crazy day or two. Why can't you see that happens in other people? Why does it always have to directly lead to firing people? I'm sure he's fucking... He, he actually, you know, apologized and meant it. Um, Keith, you're on the run of Fez show. I want to know where Fez draws the line between shoving a player and yelling at an intern and threatening him. Uh, does he think he should be fired for that? The intern came into the studio where I worked and was insulting me. That has nothing to do with that, that coach getting, getting that has, shot that has, by a coach. That has everything to do with it. You're, you're responsible for your own fucking anger. You have anger problems, Fez. A lot of times that you're just sitting there quiet, you're seething. And I've never hit anyone. You hit Sam with that fucking thing that you throw. Yeah, some shit was getting thrown around the studio. Why do you fucking say that you didn't when we were all sitting here? That wasn't deliberate. Doesn't that was fucking an accident. Matter. I even hit the wrong person. All right, what if you were fucking shooting at uh, the intern and you hit fucking Sam? That would just be an accident? Your Honor, this is just a funny misunderstanding. Please let this stumpy-legged motherfucker, this Blade Runner, if you will, go home. It was just, he thought, thought Sam was an intruder. 
Oh, Fast Freddy. Oh, Fast Freddy, keep on rolling. Great buller out there always. <laughs> that fucking was the funniest day of my life when you and fucking Dave believed in that idiot. You should have shoved him. <laughs> what the fuck? Just fucking roll him down the goddamn bowling alley. Fez, a lot of people would be fucking much happier with you if you would just cop to the truth. Of what's that? Well, uh, I'm sorry, we were in a conversation about you hitting the fucking uh, producers and in terms of stuff and screaming. Oh, I was definitely screaming and I did throw something. And I was also really, really drunk. So that that's an excuse? That's uh, I fucking hit my wife, but you got to understand something. I was really, really drunk. <laughs> so I, please now let me go do the news. Yeah, I ran over a bunch of kids. Babe, I was but blacked I out. I was drunk. I was blacked out. How can I fucking be responsible for what I'm doing if I can't remember it? Did you black out that day? There was stuff I had to be reminded of the next day. That's blacked out. Yeah, that's black. That's blackout. He won't take full responsibility for it. It took a while to apologize to Fresh Freddy days afterwards as well. And that was only with us screaming at him and pushing him like we were fucking the coach, California. You should have took Freddy to WrestleMania. He would have loved it. Uh, Rick, you're on the run of Fest show. Yeah, hey, that, uh, that coach, we had a coach out there in San Diego playing Pop Warner. When I fuck up, he grabbed me by my face mask and jerked my head around all over the place. And, uh, you know, it was a lot of, a lot of embarrassment. So it is embarrassing. Like, I don't want to fucking do that again. You know? I hate when they would fucking do that to you when you were a kid. <laughs> I just, it was, you felt like the biggest dick in the world. Like you didn't even have control of your own head and where you were going to look. They would just fucking pull it around. Bunch of cock fucks. Lou Holtz did that one time on the sideline at Notre Dame. I thought for sure he was gone. It looked like another Woody Hayes situation. It's pretty typical for when you're coaching kids. All right, here's our friend Janice. Janice? Hey, how are you? Granny, I'm so glad you made it through the night. Well, first, I felt so bad for you yesterday. You were so fucking sick. Well, right now I'm stumbling dead. Not even walking dead. I'm stumbling dead. But, Janice, we got very nice presents from you yesterday. Oh, cool. Please don't send us stuff. You're too nice. No more, Janice. Don't oh, no. send us stuff. Why? It's fun. I, I know, but that's too much. Yeah, it's way too nice. Thank you so much for the lovely polo shirt. Oh, I hope you like it. And, I, you know, like I said, I... I enjoy it. I I never was lucky enough to have kids. I spoil my nieces and don't, nephews. Don't spoil so. us, though. Come on. You no. spoil us just by being a nice person. Oh, <laughs> it's awfully nice of you. <laughs> and thanks uh, for the deep purple this morning. That was great. Yeah, that was Pepper Hicks because he went over all the, 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 the fact that you were kind enough to list all the concerts that you saw back between, it looks like, 1972 and 75. Straight through. I forgot Tom Petty and Frank. When you were talking about Tom Petty yesterday, I'm like, how can I fucking forget Tom Petty? Yeah, we were looking. We were saying Petty isn't on our list. But she just fucked up. I don't even want these presents. But you did see Zappa. That's the coolest. And Frank Marino, I love. I forgot him, too. Oh, jeez. You might want to make a new list. (laughs) And thanks so much for the polo shirt. Oh, you're welcome. I love you guys. All right, peace out. Enjoy your day. How nice is Janice? She's awesome. Incredibly sweet and kind. Thank you for the lovely polo shirt. Are you high as fuck today? 
Woke up high as fuck. Uh, Patrick in Mississippi, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Fez, I just wondered if a man stood up and hollered that he hated the gay people and all gay people should be killed. And then he turns around the next day and apologizes and says, the only reason I said it because I was drunk. Would you be so willing to forgive? No, I would think that was the actual hate in his heart. Also, in other words, it's all right for you to do it and be forgiven, but other people can't be drunk and get away with it. I can't believe that the Fez got backed into a corner by this guy. (laughs) Who didn't see that fucking coming? (laughs) Fez Watley with the assist, though. Nailed it. Nailed it! Oh, these people. Wonderwear dog? Yeah, I gotta get something. I gotta come up with a gimmick to get on CNN. I saw Jenny Hutt on CNN the other day, and it looked like she had spray-shined her hair before she went on. She was on some crazy show on Monday... Where it was like four people, like in little boxes, okay. agreeing on, on everything that came up. It would be like if the four of of us just agreed on every single topic. Perfect. Yes, that's right. That person's a nut. We should fucking round up all of college basketball coaches and put them in fucking tenements. Kira Segway dropped into our old bet. Kira, what do right, you think guys? you're doing? Yeah. Love it. Uh, did you get a lovely polo shirt? No. Karen is smoky smokes. Which I very much appreciate. It's like if I was Janice's kid, she gave me a fucking nice. Karen is smokes. That is great. It's like Smoke she, up, Johnny. These are fucking expensive. Thanks, Janice. Smoke up, Johnny. You see this? That's what happens when you spill paint in the garage. The old Bender house. Don't fucking spill paint then, man. Well, that's true. He did learn. No more spill paint in that fucking crib. And you have a cool scar. If you go to theinterobank.com, your chance to win on Oscar Sunday. It's pick the Oscars and win. That contest is up on the front page of the iBang. you got to make sure that you run the table, pick all the categories. All the rules are there to play. And grand prize for the winner? Autographed DVD signed Sling Blade, signed by Billy Bob Thornton, Holy Academy Award shit. winner. That's a fucking cool price. That's dope. But I will tell you this. I'm not even excited about the uh, Oscars this year because we already know who's going to win everything. How can we do a contest when all of the fucking winners are already out there? There's going to be upsets. I mean, there, there has to be. Look, I'm t- I'm, I'm, I don't, I've said before on the show, I don't want to give people too much help, but Emmanuel Oriva. I think is the fucking dark horse lock. For oh, because she hasn't won anything else. Exactly. And look, she's old. She's not going to get nominated again. And she was like fucking. She played like stroke retarded in the film she was in. So the Academy likes that. And that fucking movie is the most impressive I've ever seen. In my then life. how come Corky never won anything? Well, Corky was, a, you know, tarded. What do you call it? Tarded. Is that the wrong way to say that? Mentally challenged. But look, there's going to be upsets, fucking guaranteed. All right. I mean, I think... I, mean, I think we're all going to tie for first. <laughs> well, there's tiebreakers, baby. I fucking love I love picking Oscar shit. It's like boxes on fucking Super Bowl. I'm going to eat some Molly watch the fucking Oscars. Are you really? Probably. Why don't you go to the iBang and host? Woo! Fez won't host the Oscar party, 
Uh, maybe we can get Paul O to do it, though. Polo fucking loves Oscar. It's his fucking life. Thank you for the Polo shirt. <laughs> the Polo shirt. <laughs> He's going to call us later today. Yep. Into, we haven't heard from him in a while. No. We, have, we haven't heard from him since Fez booed him out of the apartment. And that was Fez's best week. Didn't you have fun with Polo that week? I had fun. It was a wild nightmare of having someone in my bed with me like that. But what about the fact that you were on the on the air every day? You had stories. You went out to clubs. You were doing stuff. Yeah, it was fucking fun. You're going out to dinner, fucking getting some cocktails. For Paul, not you. Yeah, I wasn't drinking. Yeah, but wasn't it nice to have someone in the apartment in the fucking crib? The fact that you're telling short answers like this, if Paul was here, you'd be going off on long rants. I like having Paul in the office every day. It was nice. It was nice. Just talk movies with him. Sure, I, I imagine so. <laughs> I mean, this 3D thing—it's gone too far. What's next? 4D. I hope so, Paul. <laughs> this is going to be crazy, dude. Speaking of 4D, we should go out and get 40s after the show today. Oh, sure. I'll fucking knock one back with Who you. Who wants to go to Dykeman Street from me with me? It's where Manhattan starts to get really small. <laughs> Who wants to make a list of all their favorite Hitchcock films? I do. I do, Paul. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Mine's rear window. Who's next? I've already go. He was always fun like that. He was doing stuff. He told us that you lied to us about the cat for months. <laughs> Yes, he did. And yes, I did go to a sex club for the first time in my life. Would and you was, rather kept that and, lie going? And when, um, no, I that was weighing heavy on me, but I didn't have the guts to bring it up. You killed a cat. I'm a cat lover, Fez. It hurts me. Since when? Oh, I like cats. You know that we all sat down. We decided you were going to get the cat back, and we were wondering when you were going to make good on that, and it hasn't happened. No, I don't want that cat back. That cat was a pain in the ass. Oh. It's family, Fez. You're Sometimes when it's family and it's a pain in the ass and it's dragging you down, you think to yourself, I'm going to stick with it. You're that was the whole point of you getting that cat, to put something above yourself. You're its cat parent. To see if it was possible for you to put something above yourself. And the fact that you covered it in lies to the people that you're most closest to, Chris Brownie Stanley. That's what some people call me. And Froggy Popcorn, <laughs> the intern. Froggy Pop. You got more of those brownies for everybody? You're an intern. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by intern? It's my turn. That's what it's fucking. It's it's self-explanatory. You know what made me think the family is important that he didn't go to the Super Bowl party with his brother. Oh yeah, you could have mixed it up. Tradition, tradition. That's one of the memes. Tradition, tradition. Is it really? Yeah, that's my winner. I know we're all voting on it together. Read off a bunch more memes to me. Okay. This one just says, come, yum. <laughs> That's good. That's really witty. <laughs> Fed chicken livers becomes gay. Yeah, my dad used to give us chicken livers. 
um, other F word becomes what? opera singer. I don't get it. I, faggot of the opera. Excuse me. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the <laughs> Say Dave one? Hey, ESD. I dare you to smash pizza in my face. Oh, yeah. That was a good day. This one speaks out against bullying, gets bullied in a meme. <laughs> Some of these are wordy. Okay. Free speech is for queers. That is all. Mm. I collect piss jars. <laughs> piss jar count, 4,078. God, it's really weird when you think about it over the years. <laughs> I just jerked off. To an episode of Seventh Heaven. What's your favorite so far, Fizz? I haven't had a favorite here. I you know what you ought to do? Come back with that cat and throw it right at the fucking screen. And say, and that's how I can put something above myself. You fucking guys um, talk me down? No way. I'm on top. Vaginas are yucky. So are dick. Because I don't want a meme to say, I got rid of the cat and Polo. The two things that helped me the most. Thinks sex is gross. Keeps toenails in the back. Oh, God. There, there's too many winners in this. <laughs> Claims he's so gay. Only has touched his own penis. Fuck. It's gross. Finds eyeglasses case. Reports it as a bomb. You're not gay? You don't get an opinion. See, now I understand the meme thing. You try to explain it to yeah, me. Yeah, see, it's great. I didn't think it was funny. Now I do. Loves cock, theoretically. <laughs> there really are a lot of good ones. I, I fucking love this shit. Brownie, are you sure it's just not because you're not back to yourself yet? <laughs> All right, this is a kind of a, I think, amusing story. The retarded convict gets a stay of execution yeah. for being retarded. Yeah. He's too stupid to die. <laughs> you're you're fucking so dumb. We got to keep you alive. It's the exact opposite of like a master criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got an IQ of seventy. It's just like putting down Forrest Gump. It's no big deal. But they went so far with him. They actually gave him the down to chill him out. They here, you can have a fucking pill, so you're not so nervous about us killing you. What the fuck, dude? And then they put a stay of execution on him. This this guy's getting life. He's not fucking... He's, they're not going to put him to death. And it makes no sense to keep this dude alive. I mean, what's what's he getting out of life? Why don't they do this? If they really want him to die, give him a fucking balloon and take him to a busy intersection. <laughs> and flash a light in his fucking face. Just really just fucking fuck him up. Yeah, he killed an inmate 23 years ago in prison. The guy's not doing much. He's not really adding much to fucking anything. And he's fucking retarded. And they're go he's on his way to the fucking gas chamber or whatever. And it's like, oh, stay of execution. This guy's fucking retarded. You Literally. Know and you know who's retarded? Any inmate that scores higher than 70 on death row. <laughs> Why don't you just fucking answer, what's two plus two? Blue fish. <laughs> good. That's good. Here's your last meal, a fucking bucket of fucking bubble gum. You can't fuck, if you swallow that, all, it's going to stay inside you for seven years. He's just all happy, blowing bubbles on death row. <laughs> well, where's the logic that someone's too stupid to kill? 
that they have to be able to understand what's happening to them. They Why? have they have to be able to understand you have been sentenced to die. Why? Why is that important? I guess then it uh, runs under cruel and unusual in yeah, the Eighth Amendment. The technical thing, that it, dude. It's all cruel and unusual. I mean, it's unusual to plan someone's death, give them a Valium, strap them down, and then fucking give them a hot shot. That's cruel and unusual. We can all agree on that. It's all fucked up. The point is, why stupid people get away with shit? Seems like it's cheating. And can't you, like, fake an IQ test? Like, can you fake being that fucking dumb? You tell me. You're sitting there in a fucking hoodie, full-grown man. What the? It's it's fucking, it's nice. It's like I'm layering up. I I wear this, I wear a fucking jacket. You look like you're going to fucking eighth-grade pizza party. Oh, I fucking love a pizza party. I know you would. And with a bunch of eighth graders. (laughs) No, I I I love Halo. I feel uncomfortable around children. Dick. (laughs) Very uncomfortable around them. Somebody sent us a a thing of their kid singing, and fucking Hicks got so fucking nervous, he deleted it immediately. He goes, he screams out, "Um, we're not watching this. This is a setup. (laughs) Look, it's fucking children in sh- showers or whatever. No, thank you. I don't want anything to do with that. I want nothing at all. I ain't go. I ain't doing time for fucking pedo porn. I ain't again. Doing it. Not again. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of fucking having to introduce myself to all my neighbors every time I move in someplace. I got news for you. To me, anyone who's nervous about that. I suspect to be in a bed. Oh, come on. Bullshit. That's not a pedophile. Who else would be all fired up about it? It's just a little kid. It's uh, the internet. You can fucking inadvertently look at things that fucking that'll fuck you. No one even thought that except you. Well, you know what? I, I'm not a fan of children. Don't even, I don't like being around them in real life. And Fez, the only reason why you didn't think of that is you wouldn't think of it if it was a beautiful fucking dude or a fucking chick. <clears throat> I just thought it was a cute kid being cute. I, I didn't. Um, all right, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, uh, before I get into what I wanted to say is, uh, Pepper, you better check your brownies. I think your uh, call screener uh, dipped into your brownies a little bit too much. That's impossible. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I got a way to... death row tard. <laughs> uh, I got a name for Fez. We Just call him Wax from now on. L-A-C-K. Liar, asexual, cat killer. You know what? He's going to fucking blow all you guys away by bringing a new cat in here. I would love that. Right, Fez? You're going to show these guys that you can care about something more than yourself. That you can feel a sense of responsibility. You should get a Maine Coon cat. You're not just taking, you're giving. Maybe I'll start with a fish. Seriously, Fez. Why do you want to be that guy? Because I am, I found out I am not a cat person. Get a Maine Coon. They're fucking very loving cats. And they grow gigantic. Look at the size of this thing. Is it a cat or is it a coon? I am not a fucking Fez person, but don't I fucking treat you nice? Yes, you do. What if I took you upstate? You thought you were just taking a nice trip and I just left you up there in the woods. How long before you fucking freak out in the woods? Well, that would be instantly. But when can we say, here's Fez is putting something above himself. He's able to take care of something. Well, I guess I could get a new cat. Get a Maine Coon. Why don't you go get the old cat? 
Well, because now my aunt loves the new cat. See, I love well, that here's, cat This is what kills me. The aunt is able to do something that Fez can't. That's not good. Maybe the aunt should be in here with us every day. What up, Aunt Watley? That's where you're wrong, Chris Stanley. Look, I've got some information to back up. What the fuck, lady? <laughs> Get off my dick. Were you nervous about the uh, baby laughing, um, watching the dog eat popcorn? A little bit. But then I, my, my fucking fears were alleviated as it got more and more. You know what made me fucking sad about that What's thing? That? I don't think I've ever laughed that hard in my life. I have on acid. But naturally, I don't think so. I think yeah, I, I think we need to go natural because this kid isn't doing acid. And acid shouldn't even count. All right, turn it off. Seriously, when's the last time you had a nice laugh like that? Sober, I don't know, man. It's, it's been a while. But it fucking seems pretty goddamn enjoyable. You don't feel any emotion unless you're high or drunk. <laughs> you know who I've seen laugh like that? I'm having a good time in here. Kathleen from the Bronx. Nice. Me and Aunt almost killed her one time, doing impressions of her. And she was laughing, honestly, like a baby. You know, she was in New York last night. Oh, shit. And she just left me a note that said, fuck you, I'm going to Bonnaroo. Well, I, I think... In New York, she wrote, wrote me a note. In New York, don't want to see you. And then, fuck you, I'm off to Bonnaroo. She could have just said, I'm off to Bonnaroo. I didn't have to say the fuck you part or I don't want to see you. It's kind of mean, Kathleen. She couldn't sleep last night, so I'm sure she's not uh, awake today. I'm so pissed I missed her because I woke up with this fucking cold last night. Yeah. It was fucking hell. It was hell on earth. I just actually started singing Hell is for Children by Long Island's own Pat Petitar. Here we go. I don't want to hear it. Seriously. I don't want to go through your fucking ads. You got used to that pretty quickly. No. Where's Where's Maddie Ice today? Maddie Ice, this is one day a week off. Oh boy, that means Pips is alone with uh... popcorn. Did you and PC have a good talk last night, though? Yeah. Uh, the way you're saying, I don't think that you did. Kate Upton dancing again. That story's up. A little video of it. Kira Cedrics has the greatest phobias up. <laughs> Kate Upton's tits look like fucking even bigger, like when they're enclosed. Like, and this it's Kate Upton dances again. That's the fucking video. Uh, they look bigger, like in regular clothing, than in just a bikini or whatever. So me. you're saying that she uses falsies, as we used to say in junior high school. I don't know. Why, why would she? Because they're, they're just gigantic in the fucking that goddamn swimsuit edition. Something's going on there. Uh, Gizmodo uh, out at the Twitter hacker. Fucking narcs. Come on. That guy was just fucking providing entertainment for us. Yeah, but I think the guy eventually wanted to be out at, you know, like, to get some heat on himself. I thought he did great work. Just fucking saying all the employees at Jeep fucking smoke crack and eat Oxycontin. Once again, another story about a Led Zeppelin. Um, 
reunion that probably won't happen, but it pops up every couple months. I think it's going to happen this time. Well, as soon as the old lady's ready to sing, the other dudes are ready to play. They don't lose anything as they get older the way a singer does. No one ever says, hey, that guitar player can't hit the high notes anymore. His fingers are so old. Uh, and then somebody, I guess it's not hacked, but somebody bought Guy Fieri's new restaurant domain name and left a lot of embarrassing things in there. <laughs> Fucking that. He's, he's they love hammered. to pick on Guy Fieri, don't they? That he gets hammered by everyone. He gets bullied. Every, yeah, uh, you could call it bullying, yeah. Yeah, because fucking everyone wants to take shots at him. Every blog, every website, random people who just fucking, like this hacker guy, this dude who just fucking bought a domain name just to fuck with them. Why didn't he have his own domain name, though? That's, I think probably because they just attached his name to it. He wasn't like... He don't have shit to do with that restaurant. It's just him selling his name. Here, here's some of the things he said. Honky Tonk Double Barrel Meat Loaded Blast. A Sammy Hagar lookalike pushes your face into a leather bag filled with oil, and if you eat the whole thing, you get to, you get to eat a 13-pound burger. <laughs> the problem is that reads like his real menu. I didn't even know it was parody. The Hobo Lobo Bordello Slam Jam Appetizer. We take a 38-ounce of super saddened cheese-gutted wolf meat, lambasted with honey pickle wasabi, and pile-drive it into an Ed Hardy-designed bucket, sprayed with axe and finished with a demi-glaze of thick and funky mushroom dribblings. Guy Fieri's never going to catch a break for the rest of his career. Like, everywhere he goes, he's just going to get hammered. I mean, that Darren's Drive-Ins and Dive is huge, and it fucking, it's on constantly I on Food Network. I can't watch it anymore. Every fucking night, there's a goddamn marathon. I don't know how many episodes he shot of this thing. He's, he's been in every fucking restaurant in America. There can't be any more left. There's like fucking 300 episodes of this fucking show. It just should be like Guy Fieri finds crazy Mexican foods with people's moms. <laughs> um, Eric in Virginia, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Pepper. Uh, Banksy, uh, there's a Banksy mural uh, going for sale in Miami. They're expecting it'll get 450,000 euros. Uh, it was stolen, apparently. Uh, the whole wall was carved out in London. All right, well, wait. This is a very interesting story to me because is that stole or was it just kind of like leaving it there? Like, well, who did it belong to? Apparently, the mayor or something thinks it belongs to the community, but... I'm sure it was. Uh, it says that the guy uh, purchased it legally, so maybe he bought the building. It's for for four hundred fifty thousand euro. I bet it'd be worth it. Uh, see, I know. I think I'm pretty sure. Like in that documentary, Banksy was selling some of his own shit, and it was going. It was selling for big money. So I think. But other stuff he tags. Yeah, other stuff is just he just goes to the wall and fucking hits it with a stencil in the middle of the night. And there, that's just a Banksy piece. So I think if you could get it off the wall, it's yours. You should see the picture. They they carved the entire the concrete wall. They carved it out. Yeah, I'm finding it. I saw it on Drudge. That's, but that's it shouldn't good. be if it's not your wall. Normally he's just uh, writing up on uh, like a poster that's up there, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So. If that's the case, maybe they just took the whole thing down altogether. Because it looks like it's done in a perfect square. It was taken out. Yeah, it was taken out in the actual... There it is. 
I think it's like finding fucking cash on the street. I'd love to fucking rip a wall out with a Banksy on it. I'd keep it for a few years before I fucking sold that shit. Um, that's what happened with um, Basquiat and the same old stuff downtown. Because he, he just put he just post up, right? Yeah, because he used to just tag places. And then when he got famous, people went and took it. I don't think Banksy gives a shit if someone fucking takes it. He's loving this story. He's just he more, probably did it. It's more fucking... I don't believe any story that comes out about him. <laughs> or Mr. Uh, Mr. Brainwash. Mr. Brainwash. God damn, Mr. Brainwash is great. You remind me of him sometimes. Thanks. Gotta grow a crazy mustache and, get a, and start talking in a French accent. How many days in a row can you have a cold before you die? This I'm leaving here right at 3 o'clock today and going straight to the hospital. Oh, boy. You just stay just a little bit after. You got a plan for me? Yeah. Uh, let me give you my answer. Right, you're just throwing up the stone cold fucking middle fingers at me. How come his exit music is the same as his entrance? I think that's a problem. He's constantly busting through glass windows. But I think he's always made bigger exits than entrances. Right, but have new music. I don't know. He came in on a fucking beer truck once and then sprayed the fucking entire McMahon family down with beer and then gave them all stunners. Do you really think that there is a hose on most beer trucks? Like a fire hose that you just... (laughs) Let it rip! (sighs) Fucking dying... Da, da, da. Fucking love Stone Cold. This is going to be about Big Fez Watley today. Grab that stick, Fezzy. Um, well, there was a story about the real-life multiple MIGs on the iBang. And the guy who's just... He's, he's throwing semen. He's jerking off and throwing semen at Blunt. customers. And... To me, it's actually an amazing feat to be able to pull off. You wish he jerked off and threw something in your face? And what customers does he have? Well, no, this is he went into a store and did it. Oh, I thought you meant it was his customers. I just heard he's jerking off and throwing cum at customers. Here's your groceries (laughs) and a pile of cum. Here's how I drag Johnny. Hello, boys. Hey, Johnny. How are you today? Good, man. It's very sick, but good. Uh, you know, I was. Uh, I feel bad. Yesterday, I wanted to send you some chicken noodle soup, but oh. Pep didn't. Pep didn't respond to the email. You, did, you cock me. fuck. Guess what? Brownie's got it. He's into his own trip. <laughs> I'm, I'm sober. Every time I send an email, I get nothing. I'm hearing that from more and more people. Johnny, I'm fucking all over it. I should have sent a tweet. Do you the, need an assistant to, Twitter, to answer your Twitter emails producer. for you? No, I do not. I'm on it. I got one that said, I know Chris is very busy, and I haven't heard back to him from Monday since Monday. So I'm going to send this on to you. <laughs> I took care of that after the fact. After the fact, yeah. yeah that's the bad part. He's a busy guy. I know he is. No. Best producer in history. Thank um, you. Hey, it's time we start working on your vacation plans, too. Where are you going away to? <sighs> in Europe. Nice. Always wanted to go. Take two weeks. <laughs> That's crazy. No. Why? You can, I, think, I don't think you'd make it in Europe. Why not? 
They have unfiltered cigarettes and they have hash bars in some of those countries. Yeah, is that's that like where I you're going? Make it fucking perfectly. Probably no. fucking OD. <laughs> I don't think he can OD. I've 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 almost. I want drug <laughs> ecstasy. Close. I, I I like ate like a ridiculous. I was at a fish show, and I didn't drink any water all day long. And I was just eating like a bunch of fucking, like a lot of ecstasy, like fucking, like I had bought some for some other people. And like, I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to see them. I'll eat that too. And then by the end of the night, I was just fucking puking, dehydrated, and just like thinking I'm, I'm about to go to the emergency room. But I just drank a bunch of water and probably. Thanks for ruining everybody's night, fucker. <laughs> oh, no, I kept it together up until like the end. That... Some people are here for music, not to fucking babysit you. Well, please, I didn't need a babysitter. I, I kept it together. If you were a cat, we would have shipped you up north. No. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm staying down here. You think that cat remembers, Fez? It might remember his smell. Oh. Yeah. That's what animals do. They remember smells. Old stents and fucking beer farts. <laughs> um, Johnny, what did you want to talk about today? We've derailed you. Oh, no, not at all. I, I was enjoying the Guy Fieri talk. Someone sent me that link last night. That poor fella can't catch a break. You're right. You never How's will. his restaurant doing? I don't know. I don't, you know, it's, uh, I've gone by a few times. It looks, uh, you know, reasonably busy. I don't know. I, I mean, he, I haven't, you know, no bad reviews lately, which is always a positive, right? Well, you don't just keep reviewing the place. You review it once. You think they'd go back for a second after that first one, but... After all the heat, I don't, I don't think he hangs out there too often, though. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> it's up to two and a half on Yelp. He's a West Coast guy. Two yeah, and a half on Yelp's not bad. He's he's right probably he's more like out talking about how great it is and actually being there. Well, you, now you're fucking one of them. Is that you that got the domain? <laughs> Leave the guy alone. Let him do his thing. I don't give a shit if anybody hustles the fucking goddamn uh, tourist. Mm. Yeah, leave it to us. They get what's coming to them. That's what I like to say. We love them, Ronnie. I had to go see a thing last night, so the guy was trying to fucking sell me a CD while I was smoking first. Always outside that one fucking, that fucking spot. Yeah, it's over on Broadway. So I go like this. Why can't you fucking just... I said, I'm from New York. And he goes, what's that supposed to mean? I go, go bother the fucking tourists. That's how I get my money. Do it the same way. But let's leave each other alone. And he actually said this. He said, you hurt me. And then he went out. <laughs> I'm not even fucking kidding. He told me that I hurt him. <laughs> oh, please, man. That fucking hurt him? He's not hustling CDs to fucking people? That I was watching this motherfucker hand people CDs and yell, all right, I'll get you change. And people were panicking. Because he was acting like, he was doing like, I'm 50, I'm 50 cent, but I'm retarded. He was fucking out of his mind. They're all over now. It's it's uh, between those guys, the comedy ticket guys, and then people dressed up as random Disney things or, uh, you know, Spider-Man or... Super Mario. Why can't uh, fucking Bloomberg do something about that? Uh, it's, um, it's, there was a, a law, uh, law, listen to me, there was a court battle because the people who sell the tickets for the buses that are on the corners, uh-huh. they... The city went and said, you can't do that. And then the bus companies took them to court and said that it was, you know, an unfounded ruling and it's in hampering their business. And the courts found in their favor, in the bus company's favor. So the bus company then 
they were allowed to go back on the corners and the street performers said, well, if they can do it, we can do it. And the courts agreed. So that's why there's such an influx of all of this in, in anywhere in the city now. That's why there's like six naked cowboys. That's why there's, you know, 10 Elmo's, two Statues of Liberties. I, just, I think you can still regulate, though, if you just did your work. Look, let me tell you something. Then let's just let people go rub oily rags on people's windshields <laughs> and then start screaming, give me money for what I did for you. Well, the bus tour people, there's no reason why you have to have a half a dozen of them each on a corner. Because they tour. compete with each other. It's not the same tour. Oh, I thought it was like the, like guys all trying to get everybody on the same damn bus. No, there, there's competing buses out there. And then plus you get people coming from every which direction. There's at least two different major bus companies that run around here. There's, and they just, they're just always banging against each other. There's four of them. There's there's four different bus companies that do tours in, the, in, in and around the city. And they're all out there trying to, you know, get their people in and out and get them on the bus and drive them around. But let's face it, when you're selling CDs, what you're really doing is begging. Yeah, the CD guys are bad, and the comedy club guys are really the ones that get me more than anything. And the strip club guys. Hey, do you like beer? Yeah, I heard your fucking thing. Yes. Jerry Seinfeld's going to be there tonight. Is he? Is he and Chris Rock coming by? There's a showcase happening, man. Come on in. Got plenty of fucking booze. I made me a little bit of weed, dog. No, Dangerfields, huh? Yeah. Sounds interesting. Come on, man. You want you want to have a good time tonight? You ever even know it's even a lot of those places you've never even heard of before? It's fucking bizarre. Yeah. And there's just an army of those, those that seem to be the dudes out there the most shilling things. The CD guys are, are, are peppered around every places, but the fucking comedy guys just every fucking block. There's comedy. Yeah, guys. they're saturated. And it, but you know what? It's like that everywhere. When I was I was in Cancun a couple of weeks ago, whatever. When was, you know, you're sitting on the beach, and there, every five minutes, a guy with hats, another guy comes with shirts, another guy right. comes with real Cuban cigars. And he was my favorite because he'd go, I have cigars, tobacco, marijuana, cocaine. I'm like, really? Oxycontin, like, everything. Who's yeah. going to freaking buy coke on the beach? In right, and we know you're working with a cop, your fucking beach. cousin, the cop. <laughs> Fuck you. Beach coke, beach coke is definitely not in the, is something I'd want to even look at. Or beach weed, for that matter, even, to be honest. No, I, you I don't did. buy that fucking Jamaican st- st- street weed. No, they, they, I, I it looks like they've been saving it since 74. It's, all, it's brown. It's fucking headache weed. I did buy some cigars, and I know they weren't Cuban, but you know what? I got 10 cigars for 30 bucks, and I smoked them, and they were not bad at all. So, you know, 3 bucks a cigar, it definitely was a little better than a White Owl or a Tipperillo. It wasn't that bad. Nice. You're you know? doing okay for yourself. I, I felt that I was at that point, sitting on the beach smoking a cigar. And I pretended they were Cuban cigars. They had the Cuban wrapper. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's trying. Hi, Fez. How are you today? Good, Hard Rock. That's good. Are you ready for the wedding? We're planning. We are planning. We are at another big wedding planning meeting this uh, Friday. Nice. I'd like to be invited to one of those. So we are we are getting things together for the biggest asexual wedding of all time. <laughs> That's what we're calling it. I like that. Well, title. since there's two of us that haven't had sex that have finally found each other and forgot that we committed to this five years ago. When, when is your one year coming out? Um, this Saturday. You really want to be a virgin for that? No, no, I don't. But. I haven't met anyone that I've hooked up with yet. Maybe Patty could wear a strap-on? 
Well, I don't. I would rather be, not be a gay virgin. I think even with a strap on, that's still heterosexual. Mm, I guess. What if Pips pushed it into your ass? <laughs> I'll feed him some Viagra. It'd be fine. Pips, no, with a strap on. Pips, would you wear a strap on and, and punch fucking uh, Fezzi's ass card? I'd really rather not, Ron. I'd okay. rather no, not. It's not a no. It's not a no. I know. It's a rather not. But, you know, that's... It's Negotiations. <laughs> Wasn't a definite no. Was a rather not. I think we can work with that. Can't believe it's been a year. I know. And I was totally caught by surprise by the announcement. I never thought that in my all the years that I've known Fezzi, I never thought that. The weird thing is it became no more true than before he came out. <laughs> really not different, is it? Hey, in addition to Grinder, there's a gay bear finder. Um which one He doesn't like bears though. Oh yeah. He is a bear though. I know. I he am is. a bear, but I don't like my own I'm not attracted to my own kind. Men. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll reinstall Grinder. See if anyone's around on the floor, trolling for that dirt. Oh boy! No, it just turned awkward. Yeah, <laughs> awkward. Sorry. Thanks, Johnny. Retake the stick, Fuzzy. Uh, Clyde Davis has his new memoir out, uh, the soundtrack of my life, and you see the story on the IB Wire. Um, Michael Jackson tried to stop Jermaine Jackson's career. Yeah. We knew that back then. He's very, very... uh, Michael Jackson is not unlike uh, Michael Jordan, where they couldn't be happy if anyone else was doing well. They felt like it was stealing from them. It seemed like he was big into getting Janet's career going. They said they couldn't stop it in the same article. That you're bringing up? Uh-huh. They said that Janet's career got going too fast before he could stop it. So he had to fucking jump in on it. And... By the way, I thought Jermaine sucked anyway. Where was his career really going? He does have really good Where hair. is it now? No one's stopping you now, Jermaine. Yeah, come on. Get that shit moving with that crazy-ass hair that he had. He has if a... I was him, I'd be doing something called a salute to my brother, Michael Jackson. Just like Gallagher 2 did. <laughs> Jermaine forgets. Say, I'm not shocked by this story, but I was, I like when Michael went out on the victory tour. That surprised me. Because That's it with didn't... his brothers. Then he's dominating. Oh, okay. What he didn't want is for them to do well. Because it was, to me, it was like he was sharing the stage, and that didn't seem like anything he was interested in. Yeah, who was there to see Jermaine? Yeah, nobody. You think a lot of people had Tito fucking uh, posters up on their wall? Now, Randy Jackson, he's made something out of himself. He's judging people in American Idol. It's not one of those guys. That's a different family. Well, he looks just like him, so not, I think you're wrong. Not really. I mean, exactly like him. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's some differences. Subtle. They're subtle, but they're there. I'll tell you this. I bet if you went over to their house, they'd fucking hand him a sandwich without anybody even checking <laughs> Bez Watley has a stick today. Um, don't want the stick. Um, 
No, I don't have anything right now. Sorry. That harkens back to a meme I once saw. <laughs> Let me find it. Hold on. What's your meme? I think I need a meme. Sh- the meme thing is just so fun, you know? It's late, though, isn't it? We're like the last people to get on the meme bandwagon. Uh, see, it's not like so much a bandwagon. It's just like a fucking consistent... It's like a stream where you can just come in and out anytime you want because it's always going to be there. It's like nature. Really? You had a nice segue with that harkens back to a meme, and now you can't find it. I'm a dick. To me, this looks like a bunch of fucking stamps. <laughs> Ronnie, could you take the stick back from both of those guys, please? <laughs> Call's getting awkward. Sure it is. Sure it is. That's your fault. That's your fault, Johnny. I did ask Fez how he was doing. So I don't know. There's a story up about Kara Sedwig on the IAB Wire <laughs> that... Uh, Says she's afraid of talking M and M's. I, uh, <laughs> I don't get it. I think she's nuts. Uh, let's see. A tiny car set, uh, a record that didn't exist before. I like a big car, not a tiny one. See, I like a fucking overly large car that's just fucking totally impractical to drive. I like a big car, not a tiny one. Oh. The cross between Fez and Andy Rooney going on right now. Did you ever notice that <laughs> after I died, sixty minutes was didn't add didn't end so cringy. I like the cringe though. He would always have just fucking things that a lot of people like to wipe their faces with a napkin after a meal. I enjoy just taking my old. Dick and wiping my lips with it. I keep the corpses of my relatives in closets in my home, and sometimes I perform oral sex on them. Every time I fart, I like to yell out who's at the door to make my family laugh. One time I told everybody I had a cat, but I had driven it upstate months before and choked it to death at a rest area. What you don't know is, in the 80s, I was a massive coke dealer. I was gacked constantly. You people had no idea. I used to walk around town with a razor in my boot, threatening to kick anyone to death if they fucked with me. After the dot-com boom in the 90s, I became a gigolo. I lost everything. If I see more than three black people standing together, I... I always yell out, when did the Tina Turner concert let out? And then I peel off of my car. <laughs> oh, Andrew was the best. Nothing. He would show up at the Riders Guild party. <sighs> he was the only person there, like Dave, looking for free booze and sandwiches. The one year... I, I did see the guy who... um. Uh, wrote the screenplay screenplay for Precious. Oh man, that guy just had that really big flop movie everyone laughed about. With the it's like Paperboy or something. Yeah. Um, shit. I think it's Paperboy is the name of it. The Paperboy. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even watch it. Oh yeah. But they cringed it. out on it. Why don't we break here? 
When we come back, we'll do, just do Andy Rooney impressions. Okay. <laughs> My head cold is so bad, I might take a gun and kill myself. Don't do oh, that. Don't do That's... that, please. Who's going to talk on the show? I just, Fezzy has the oh. stick. Oh. I want to let some of the pressure out. And I can only do that with a bullet. That a bullet's going to make things. Has anyone ever died from a head cold, though, really? Probably. No. Um, come on, you don't know every case. The like head cold could just led to a bunch of other things. Thanks. Well, yeah, but then you don't die from the head cold. You die from the other things. Well, head wound. The fucking catalyst. All right, but he didn't say that anyone died from a catalyst Spy of report. a head cold. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. This just in. Spy report. JJJ, Jesse Jackson Jr., admitted to using $750,000 in campaign funds. He's going to face uh, prison time. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. But he did get a really, really cool cape. <laughs> Jesse Jackson Jr. loves the monies. Dirty, corrupt, fucking politician. Aren't they all? To me, it was his money. Who cares whether he uses it to buy sign or fucking weed? Who's the judge? Hey, turn that fuck, turn it into a fucking real amount of money, you know? Fucking really get that. He said that he never went anywhere in life without an OZ tape to his, the other side of his balls. Christ, man. <laughs> You're moving a lot of weight. That one of the things that he was using his money for, and he sounds so much like Hard Rock Johnny here, he was buying <laughs> fur capes and celebrity yeah. memorabilia. Yeah, he bought capes. He bought a really cool hat. <laughs> He bought a, a, a hat with three J's on it. I want to get that fucking hat, too. <sighs> get it hang at the Hard Rock. The only person that tried to buy the hat was J. Jonah Jameson. He's fucking <laughs> screaming, I got to get that hat myself. Parker, get me that hat! <laughs> Did you ever notice that when <laughs> a skateboarder fights with Carol, the manager, that you end up hating them both? Did you see that piece? This is like local kids fucking with this lady. She tried to take their skateboard. I love it. Yeah, it's got everything I hate. Teenage boys and old ladies. Did you ever notice? Jenny's gone. What happened? <laughs> I mean, was that that funny? Sure. Yes. We can call, get this back from the sheriff's office. Yeah, get your hands off me. That's not. not. Me. Give not us the board back. Am I crazy? Does this look like it's going to re- lead to a gang rape? I asked you not to do it, okay. and you did it anyway. I don't think they're rapists. The sheriff will come, and you can get it back. Just give us the board. Just give us the board. I asked you not to nicely. I was being nice. It's so noxious, stealing people's stuff. But coming over here and ruining this could be the beginning of a porno. I know. My name's Carol. I'm the manager. Okay? Oh, this, <laughs> this actually reminds me. BL called me this morning. Okay. Why'd she call her back on the air? You're trespassing, and the only way you're going to stay here while the sheriff give us the board and we'll leave. Just give me my board back. Give us the board, and we'll leave. You want to be he also had a forty-three thousand uh, dollars Rolex watch. 
That's always good investment. Twelve hundred dollars for the reversible mink parka. Shit, that he need it. All right, when we break, we'll come back and we'll have Paulo talk a little bit Oscars. It's Ron Fez show. What you're listening to now is known as the Ron and Fez show. That's right, Paulo's theme song. Paulo, the woman from Tokyo talking movies. Here he comes, Paulo, the little Japanese woman from Tokyo. Follow your life's a Japanese movie. How you doing? Follow your life's a movie. How are you today, sir? Good, Paul. Good, good. Big weekend. Ah, you kidding me? Crazy Th- weekend. Three-day weekend. <laughs> Insane weekend. Drunk. Lots of shots going to be ranked. I know everyone's getting crazy because I heard that we were all over this new contest and it's been plugged once in an hour and four, an hour and a half. Hey, uh, Paul, I'm not that excited for the Oscars since uh, we kind of know everybody that's going to win now. I don't even begin to agree with that. I mean, it's a, it's a complete mess. Nobody knows what's going on. But you go ahead and, if you, I mean, you tell me. All i got to do is go to the Oscar odds. They're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's good. And you know what? That, that, Are you telling me know? somebody's going to beat Argo for Best Picture? Yeah, I think there's. I think it's wide open. I think the Oscar odds are good because those guys don't let things distract them. They just take the, the stats, they put them together. That's all they care about. They don't care about anything else. But this is this is not that easy to predict. There's a lot of backlash. There's a lot of frontlash, whiplash. There's you know, no frontlash. No. Hey, by the way, congratulations! You told me you sold your home. I do have a contract on it. I'm dealing with the renters who are stiffing me on a couple of months' rent. I'm under a lot of stress, but I'm, you know, I'm getting, I'm dumping it. I'm dumping the house more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And now, what's next for you? I'm not sure. Drifter. I'm not exact. Not exactly. We were talking about this earlier. Fez has never been as good as when you were up here with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know whether you know him, but there's been some fall off yeah. since you were here. I understand. I mean, I do the best I can to check in with him, give him positive pep talks. Give him, always stressing positivity because, you know, that's a very important thing that he stressed positivity in his life. And and that's – we just talk about him. We don't talk about me because – Sure. Because you know, <laughs> you're talking with Fez. <laughs> understood. You know, so it's all about – He's a one-subject guy. <laughs> but I have no problem – you know, because I do love the guy. I think, you know, I think, uh, I, you know, it should be an easy fix. Now, you heard about him getting married to Stalker Patty. I heard that this is a possibility. Good idea or bad idea? I think it's a good idea okay. in many respects. Um, but can I ask a question? Sure. Has uh, Patty 
divulge much about her personal... Uh, yes, she's also an asexual. All right, so there's two asexuals, so maybe this is not a good idea, unless they are both committed to the idea of performing sex acts. I don't see why they wouldn't be. This gives them a free shot now. I think that they both really have to commit to the sexual act. Mm. Well, there won't be any premarital sex, I'll tell you that. Postmarital is what we're more interested in. That's what has to go down. But there hasn't been any premarital sex for either one of you before. You've been out for a year. And I guarantee you this, if Paulo was your wingman, you would have gotten laid by now. And you'd have been living an honest lifestyle. You know what I mean? The the lies wouldn't be going back and forth. In, in, in my opinion, Fez needs to just close his eyes and somebody give him a blowjob. It doesn't matter who. You know, but just close your eyes. Interesting opinion. All right. <laughs> now, as interesting as it is to talk about Fez and his never-moving problems, uh, we should talk a little bit about the Oscars. Absolutely, sir. Uh, you don't think Argo is going to win. Who else would possibly win Best Picture? There is a lot of diverging predictions. Just name one. Who are you picking? Give me your uh, picks, and I'll fucking bang yeah. out the fucking contest according to Paulo's picks. All right, we're right going to do Paulo's picks right now. It's up on the iBang. Can you pick the Oscars and win? And the prize? Sling Blade signed by Billy Bob. Well, fucking huge. Uh, by the way, that's really one of the best movies, I think, all time. Bro, everyone in the fucking movie is amazing. Doyle is the fucking... The, I wish that thing, instead of being called uh, Sling Blade, I wish it was called Doyle's Cool Band. <laughs> this is a retard in the background that comes in sometimes. And then sometimes he gets mad and throws everybody out and gets mad. <laughs> Just throw beer bottles and shit, I love it. I work on Doyle's outfit. The other thing I liked about Doyle, he didn't give a fuck when he got killed. He That's like, the way you want to go out. All right, let's go right away. Paulo, we're putting your picks in for you on the iBang. What's your best picture? All right. Uh, under under protest, I am going to pick Silver Linings Playbook. That would actually be hysterical. <laughs> I th- personally, yeah, I think it's Argo. I think Silver Linings does well everywhere else. But Argo gets best pick. I put Silver Linings in as my pick in the Oscar contest. Now, did you see it? I went and saw it last weekend. Didn't like it, but I ha- but it just feels like like with De Niro coming out and like getting all emotional about mental illness. I think like there's a huge momentum shift, and Argo's why won't you just admit winning the, everything? Why won't you just admit the momentum is fucking Harvey? Harvey is taking this movie that's oh. Eh, and making everybody think that it's great. It just went over a hundred million. I didn't like that they fucking goddamn what's crazy about Deshaun Jackson for the entire goddamn movie. It's not that good. That fucking movie wasn't. It, it, Oscar, it was though. set like a couple years ago, though. I guess after the rookie season. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the other thing too. Is did you ever see this, uh, Paulo? You probably saw it. The I think it's the benefits of being a wallflower or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a better. Mental illness movie than Silver Linings Playbook, and it never gets brought up. All right, let me just say that there are detractors and 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 people who are promoting film uh, for almost every movie that's that's nominated for Best Picture. I mean, there are people who who like them and hate them. There are lovers and haters. Yes, so we understand gonna, that. 
But I am definitely a lover of Silver Linings Playbook. I, I go on the You love every, every single movie. I don't love every single movie, I'm saying. You give every single movie four stars. <laughs> they can't all be but that I, good, Paul. I think of all of the movies... All right, let's move on to Best Actor. Lincoln. Locke. That is a lock. I okay. mean, the closest competition is Joaquin. And I would give it to Joaquin in a heartbeat. No yeah, doubt. I mean, but, but see, we can't even play that. We can't even... Like, here's Fez. This is what annoys me about the way we got for the Oscars. We used to root for what was our favorite. Now Fez is just picking something based on the hype. We've we've lost that sense of innocence that we used to have. If it was for best film, if it was for what I fucking love, then give me Zero Dark. Zero Dark blows away every one of these other fucking movies. I would pick The Master as the best film. Master was great. It's not even fucking close for me. I know, and it wasn't even nominated, which was... was, was That's fucked up. And I have a prediction that this is the fucking film people will be talking about in the future. You know what I mean? It's a great, great film, no question. Definitely one of the top nine films of the year, yet it was not nominated. No, you're right about that. All right, uh, Best Actress, uh, what's her name, has it locked up, right, the kid? Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. You don't think Emmanuel Weaver has, is a dark fucking horse? No, you got to be an shot. idiot to say that. That would be crazy. That's what you call a real fucking dark horse. Oh, That's come on, man. Horse. I'm not crazy for fucking saying that. Did you see it more? I didn't know I'm there was saying, dark horses and really dark horses. I'm not saying she isn't great in the movie. That's not the point. The point right, what's the next one that we're uh, picking? Dire- best director. Best director is really tough because there's nobody's nominated who really has a shot. So we now we, we're down to two people, which is Spielberg and David O. Russell. If David O. Russell wins that, I will never stop fucking laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it, boy? You got to make your pick. I got to fill this it's out. I, I bang. I'm going to say David O. Russell. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Now, if this thing blows, Polo, it proves yeah. that you really don't like being a, a fucking movie critic. <laughs> Nobody's picking David O. Russell. I'm, I'm going. You see, it could be Spielberg. It's not going to be Angley. It's not going to be Ben Zeidley. It's not going to be Mike. It's Spielberg. It's a luck. Okay, fine. I, I, I'm happy with that. I love Lincoln. I think it's a great movie. You're asking for predictions. I'm very concerned. Uh, what's best supporting actor? Best supporting actor, yeah. It's Tommy Lee Jones. That's a, you know, that's definitely one of the people who seems to have a... I mean, Christopher Waltz, uh, you know, but he already won... Um, you know, it would be nice to see Philip Seymour Hoffman win, but I guess De Niro's got a got a. I would, I'd have no problem giving it to Philip Seymour Hoffman, oh, but be great. they're not going to do that. Uh, best supporting actress. Wait, so so who, who are you picking, Paul? Anne Hathaway. No, yeah. for, for uh, best supporting actor, De Niro. Oh, I'm picking De Niro. Yeah. Okay, and then Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. She's the fucking Lemis. Lock it. It's done. What? She's won every fucking award, dude. <sighs> I fucking saw that whole goddamn movie. She's in it for 15 fucking minutes. Yeah, that's like why what? it's supporting. That's starting. The woman in, in Network was in for like five minutes. I know. She also blew. <laughs> everyone, everyone knows that was a fucking goddamn highway robbery. <laughs> okay. People were, get, people were getting fucked that year. They were fucking falling out of their seats as bitch fucking wins. Give me a fucking break. She's the one who fucking gets it. She's the one who puts up the numbers for that fucking movie. Fuck that shit. I fucking love Network. 
Yeah, that crazy old whore didn't know what the fuck was going on when she won. <laughs> Are you in network right now? Are you wearing a raincoat? I wish. You know you were so passionate about this. Everyone knows that fucking award was bullshit. Just do it nice and easy like a live read. Fuck that shit. Ed Hathaway, I don't think she's a lock, but that's fucking Paul O's opinion. Lock, dude. It's a fucking lock. If she wins, I'm going to fucking... That's why don't we want to even something. do this shitty thing, because there are all locks in there. Not all locks. I mean, it's possible. I mean, anything is possible. There's always an upset. There's always an upset. All right, best doc. Who are you best picking, doc? Paul? Well, I, I, I mean, let's see. I've got to go down my list for best doc. I mean, as, as um, oh, shit. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I, I guess the gatekeepers is, a, is everybody's, you know, most likely pick. There are a lot of good th- people are saying the five broken cameras too. Yeah, guess what? I'm picking Sugar Man. You know why? Yeah, Sugar Man that does have a. Oh. He did the fucking show with us. Take, Sugar Man. That'll take Invisible War. They also did the show. Oh, they did? Yeah, like early in the year. Early, oh, that early was the year. rape movie? Yeah, the female uh, rape Man, I movie. thought that was going to get more heat. Got the fucking uh, nomination. What do you got, Paul? A documentary? Yeah. Rockumentary. Uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, Gatekeepers. Fine. Gatekeepers? Next <laughs> <laughs> is uh, Best Original Screenplay. All right, Best Original. You... Jumping around on me a little bit. Okay, let's see. Uh, yeah, all over the place he is. <laughs> is this, should place. we do this off the air? No, we got this. We got because this it's just, it's like fucking pulling teeth. No, no, no. <laughs> How many more is it, is it, does he got to do? There's a couple more. Because this all is right. fucking contest for Billy Bob. Fucking signed. Right. Sling Blade. You got to get everything right on this fucking. <laughs> what, where's, what, what is your passion for? Why can't you just do it like a dull live read? Listen, everyone, make your picks. You got to get them all right. You got to fucking think this shit out. Go to theinterrobang.com now for your chance to win. That's Billy Bob Thornton, Sling Blade, signed. Miss Bolo. I'm going to go with the Zero Dark 30 Best Original Screen. Did you just call it Zero Fart 30? No, I didn't. I love this, Polo. Okay. Sorry. Interesting choice. You think they're not? They gotta get. They're gonna get shut out, it's Paul. A, this is a crazy a, fucking pick. It's a very tough category. I mean, you know, My, Django, Amor, Moonrise Kingdom, Flight. I mean, none of these are really. I agree with Paul. I'm gonna pick Zero Dark Thirty too. My uh, Tommy Lee was my best supporting actor. Yeah. All right, now we're going adapted screenplay. All right. I think um, Argo is a possibility. I think they're all possibilities again. Argo's a lock. I would say Lincoln. I'm going to go Lincoln. Wow. Oh, well, that actually is not a bad thing, but uh, somebody is leading a very anti-Lincoln thing. Somebody has been whispering behind the scenes. All right, these pe- all right so, so this behind-the-scenes shit goes down. It's like, all right, so you're talking shit about Tony Kushner, so I guess I shouldn't give him the award now, even though yeah. I thought the film was fucking great? Come on. Yeah. People are dicks in it's, Hollywood. Yes, it's they just are. like everything else. Just a bunch of fucking dicks. <laughs> you're Good, fucking Paul. saucy. <laughs> like your attitude, buddy. Best animated feature film. Best animated feature film. All right, let's see. I'm now. embarrassed uh, to even do that for best cartoon. It is embarrassing. I agree. Um, I'm gonna go with Brave. I think that's the fucking rape. Brave. 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 Oh, brave. Over Frank and Weenie. I went Frank and Weenie. <laughs> Who was that? Who just said that? 
That was me, Fez. Hey! What up, what up? Big cat. Loving the Frankenweenie. Did you giggle when you wrote it in? A little bit, yeah. Just a just a weenie name. You like that. Going with it. Bop, 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 bop. Going with it. He, he said weenie. Boom! Blow it up. Game day bucket? Game day bucket go boom. I miss that girl. I sh- they got to bring her back for a new fucking ad campaign. There is a second one of that, but she blew all the guys. That sounds like porn, then. She goes, I'm just here because I'm a mouth whore. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Fill my mouth with cock meat, boys. I want to fucking just gargle jism. Give me the boom. Snowball bucket goes boom. No, we do it out loud. We don't, we're on the radio. You ever see those mouth braces that they use for blowjobs now where they just, you know, tie someone up and have their mouth propped open? You're disgusting, Paul. What kind of porn are you watching, Paul? You watching that speculum porn shit? <laughs> a little bit. It's the perks of being a wallflower. That's it. Perks of being a wallflower. Speaking of perks, yeah. you anything? Next, which film will win the Oscar for Best Foreign Language? Foreign language. Okay, Amour is clearly... Lock it. A, yeah, it's a lock. A lock. Because it's, it's so what, a lot of nominations. It may win more, but we definitely say that for the shot. And then uh, Best Original Song. Best Original Song. Okay. Um, I didn't like the song they picked for Les Mis, uh, particularly. But I get Skyfall with Adele is everybody's darling. Yeah. I'm going to pick Memories by Barbara Streisand. It's the best. Barbara Streisand will be at the awards uh, for a long time. She hasn't been there. So she will, I think she'll maybe be performing. So those are the regular questions. Those are the awards. You have to, you have to get all those right. Now... If you get those right, there's two tiebreaker questions. Okay. Polo, this is the first tiebreaker question. All right. In the event that more than one person gets every answer correct, how many total awards will the film that wins Best Picture take from the Oscars, including all awards, everything? I will say uh, seven. Shit. That's some fucking high. Not yeah, always. Like, a fucking Titanic one, like 11. This ain't a Titanic here. None's going to dominate. Oh, yeah. Titanic's back in it this year. But that's crazy. It fucking movie was already out. You're not picking Best Cinematography or any of that? No. This is it. We already picked every all the categories we're going to go by. No sound design? No sound design. Now, if there's fucking... If the second tiebreaker, what color dress will Jennifer Lawrence wear on the red carpet? Shoot, okay, Paul. Black. Black. Red. Yellow. I'm feeling green. Yellow's the new color this year, Fess? Yeah, yellows and um, peaches, There's salmon. You know what I'm noticing, guys? Sneakers, it's like kind of a mustard green. I saw that at NBA. A lot of green fucking souls. For that money, because they're making that cash. G money. Yeah. Cash money brothers. That's fuck. There it is. Fucking Paulo's now. He has a chance to win the sling blade signed by let Billy just, Bob. Let me let me just say. I mean, I do think this is going to be a total clusterfuck this Oscar. I mean, there's all kinds of shit going to happen. I mean, there there. I don't think. Fez, how come you never asked Paulo about his problems? How come you never want to talk about him? I always ask about him come and on, his be house. Honest, I be all, anytime I talk to him, be honest. He's not being honest. Fez, he's being. You're not insincere. helping yourself by doing this. Why can't you now? We're all sitting here. Be honest. Yeah, be, no, I mean... I mean, you're a cat liar. Be honest about this. 
I have no problem focusing on you, but I mean, it is a fact. We all love to focus on Fez. I know, and I mean, it, it's something you need to work on. I think it is an important part of your overall, uh, you know, your overall uh, treatment or whatever you want to call it. I well, you were saying that he's a narcissist. I mean, I just think it is definitely a part of the of the overall diagnosis, but I'm just saying it's not so important in the thing as long as he works on it. I mean, it's not like it's, it's something... You Why won't you work on it, Fez? Why are you saying that you already did it? Um, I am working on it. I... But then why don't you just admit to it that you, that you don't ask him about his life? Because I have asked him about his life. You're not making any fucking progress when you when you lie again. <laughs> just say the truth. You're not interested in him. You don't give a fuck that he has no place. <laughs> and he took a loss on his house. That's right. That I'm, I'm dying. I want to. Convince what would be wrong with saying that? <laughs> I guess nothing would be wrong. I don't ask Paulo about himself. So you don't? No, no I do. Wait a minute. You just said you don't. Oh, my head. Fez, we're not making any progress with you. Now, Polo, did you know that he was lying to us about the cat? I, I, I obviously only found out some things when I was there. I mean, it's very difficult to know the intricacies of his life day to day unless you're living with him. Well, when you brought it up to him, did he tell you the truth or did he try to continue lying? I, I believe me, I didn't even address it. I was like, you know, I didn't see it, and I, I try not to cause ripples. Huh. You feel like smoking, Till? We both took out smokes. <laughs> He's gotten very smoke. quiet now. I'd love to have a cigarette. You feel like we backed you in the corner, man? Well, uh, um... Is that how you're feeling? Because if, if so, I apologize. No, you know I'm what? Not... I went too fucking far. I apologize. See how easy it is? We're having well, fun. Let, Oscar me, let, me, let me ask Fez a question. When he saw the movie Silver Linings Playbook, what did he think of those characters? Did, did he feel that they were functional or non-functional? I thought they were all awful people. There was, like, no one to root for in it. I thought, oh, and, right. I, and I thought, like, like Robert Who's De Niro's that? character was as mentally ill as anyone else's, and, like, was. some was so accepted and some wasn't. But, but what you're saying is that... Uh, you can't root for mentally ill people? That's what he's saying. Because that would mean that you're not what? You would not be... Mentally ill? No. Somebody that we could root for, right? If you're following the logic of it. The fact that, I mean, here you are, you don't like mentally ill people. But you've been in the nut hut twice, right? Yeah. And you dogged it twice. And did you feel like he dogged it or was working at it? No, I thought he was working at it, but it was just frustrating to see him. I guess I was just seeing a lot of frustration in myself of seeing him repeat things that he shouldn't have been doing. Hmm. Like he should have, like he should have stayed away from his wife. And I guess I, the whole thing where he just started tearing up his parents' house. And but I was, that's because he's mentally ill. Yeah, but and I felt like I felt bad that the mother went and got him out. I didn't feel like that was appropriate. She should have left him in? Yeah. Do you think he should have gone off his meds? No, he shouldn't have gone off his meds. Why not? And then it... 
Because they were the one thing that was helping them maintain and not tear up the house. So the only way to fix these things is chemically. I think that's part of it. You have to do the therapy, too. Well, beyond even the therapy, look how he was taking responsibility for himself. He was jogging. He was meeting people. He was in a, uh, a big dance contest. Yeah, I thought that kind of took it too lightly. I thought it was weird that the that his doctor is in their home with his shirt off and chest painted. So you're saying there should be boundaries. There's no such thing as fun. There should be boundaries with the doctor. It just it just didn't strike me as real. Well, it wasn't real. It was a movie. So after being in the in the nut hat twice, it just didn't strike me as like a true portrayal of mental illness. Hmm. Uh, Matt, Texas, you're only running a Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. Hey, uh, Fez, we know he's not a narcissist. I mean, uh, who was there for you when you were in the hospital? That is true. I mean, come on. Yeah, I wasn't there. Uh, He's always there to look out for others. I'm just the same as his cat, I guess. You're not upstate. Yeah. Well, I mean... You know, the character of the Bradley Cooper character, he was delusional. He thought he was going to get back with his wife. Don't you think it was good that that, that other crazy girl, Jennifer Lawrence, took the time and effort to, to, to make him happy, to try and... She went through a lot. So you see yourself, Paula, as Jennifer Lawrence. By the way... People are writing in, thanks for fucking spoiling the movie. It is difficult for some people to describe themes of the movies without giving out specifics. But Fez thought everyone saw the movie on Saturday. I didn't realize I gave anything out that big. Well, yeah, you were saying about each one of the characters who went off the meds, blah, blah, blah. The bad scene is De Niro. Look. I mean, the fact is, there's no reason why a movie that's been out for months can't be discussed in, in depth. I mean, and that's, and I think it's very pertinent. To Some people thing. like to wait for the, wait for the boots, though. <laughs> he doesn't do wait the boom. He won't do the boom. Well, I think that I'm very proud that he did see the movie. I think that, uh, you know, I mean, how many of the movies that are nominated have you seen, Seth? Uh, I think I've seen three of them. Did you see? You said, saw Django. I saw Lincoln, I saw Django with you, and then I saw Silver Linings. Silver Linings. Okay, well. Every sentence begins with I. Well, that's just because I was the one who saw them. I again. I, 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 I. You should see Les Mis. No, I have not. If it was called I Miz, he'd go see it. I Piz. I actually, of all the movies, I have been going to rewatch lots of Les Mis. <laughs> What's your favorite part, Paulo? My favorite part is when I'm dying. So you don't have a favorite part, then? My favorite part was when I yelled, Fuck Lee Miss, and stopped watching it. John, you're on Fez. Um, yes, is Fez implying that Paulo's problems aren't real like Fez's are? Isn't that the definition of narcissistic? Well, it's not so much that they aren't real, it's just that they don't matter to him. Yeah, they don't matter. They do not matter. And he would not get around... You know, the only time that Fez met any... Gay guys is when 
uh, Paulo was up here. And then he wouldn't even put Paulo over with that. He acted like, oh, that was just a uh, happenstance that Paulo happened to be there. And oh. since, has he ever brought up one fun thing that he did? He didn't even tell us he went to the movies last week. No. Oh, I mean, that, that one it's night funny. seemed crazy when he went to the sex fucking shop. Sex fuck den. I'm so fucking sick. Slash movie theater. You're a hero, Ronnie. Thanks for uh, thanks for being for us today. Thanks, buddy. Later. Uh, I think, I I think John. the issue is that fans really just have to open up about what's real in his own life. Right, what's bothering you, Fez? I think everyone knows it. I don't think there's anything. I mean, I haven't had sex. I'm afraid of sex. Um, so, is, so is Stalker Patty. So it's a good match. Why did you say you ran out of stuff when there's obviously a lot more stuff on the eye bag today? Why, when you had the stick, did you just try to get the stick back out of your hand? That reminds you of a meme. Won't take the stick or a dick. Well, it's going to be hard to beat that one. <laughs> he hasn't answered me, Paul. Do you know why he does that? No. Hey, no, Paul, BL called me today. Yeah. I wasn't there to take it, but she says she has some kind of big idea. Good, good. That's, I know BL, uh, in the, I haven't, not sure if they're still doing their sports show or not, but. Um, she they, hasn't been with her fucking, they booted her years ago. Oh, I see. Okay. That's like five years ago. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I, I can't even begin to, I mean, if she wants to give me a call, I'd be glad to hang out with her. Give me BL's um, number, Fez, and I'll have coffee in the other room. So how come you didn't answer, buddy? I guess I was just stuck and didn't know what to go to. Stuck with what? Stuck in my head. Like a silver lining? Like a silver lining playbook? He's not answering me, Hicks. No, here's the Would you answer for me? Would you play the part of Fez? And I'll go like this. Why didn't you answer me today, Fez? Because it's like a silver linings playbook. You just look for the silver lining in things. I, I got to go after the show. I have tango lessons. Then I'm going to trash my mother's house. Do you want to start doing tango, Fez? Now, let me let me ask a question. He's not answering. It's driving me nuts. I just said game parlay. We're all doing fucking separate things. It's radio. I put $3,000 on the Eagles. There's a movie. I'm fucked. The Sessions with Helen Hunt. And Helen Hunt in that movie plays a sex therapist. Now, do you think that it would be a good idea to see a sex therapist? I try to get him a hooker anyway. Yeah. I mean, I really think... You need to do that. I really think that that you need to do that. Absolutely. I think that is number one on the list of things to do. The whole idea makes me so damn nervous. Why? The idea of sex? Yeah, the idea of sex, even with a licensed sex therapist or whatever they're called. I'm just really nervous about it. And What's there to be nervous about getting your nut off? He worries that when he comes, he'll shit at the same time. That's happened. Well, I'd stick some toilet paper up there, like a plug or something. I don't know. Well, that's a good point, Fez. You gotta plug your ass with a cork. 
Well, it sounds like a good idea, but I don't know how attractive that is, to have toilet paper sticking out from between my ass cheeks. Always have an excuse of why you can't do it. <laughs> Besides, professionals understand these things. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care. They're getting fucking paid. Probably when they look at the feds, it's going to be like fucking 18 Gs to get them laid. <laughs> like, look, look what I'm going through. It has to be done. It has to be done, say, immediately, if not sooner. And you and I've got a guy that'll do it, a sex therapist, who'll do it for $40. Really? Yeah. And it's all bareback, and he has AIDS. Everything seemed great up until the fucking uh, AIDS part. (laughs) Cheap, raw, (laughs) fucking feels better. Cheap and raw. The Fez Watley story. The cheap and raw bar. Did you leave a message for her to call back? Yes. You know, she probably thinks everything out there is a fucking you know, MasterCard. But it seems to me Stalker Patty has the exact same problem, and the, and the two of them... Can no, Stalker solve. Patty actually lives a, uh, a, a, a fun kind of life, a very enjoyable life. She has friends, she has work she likes, she has hobbies, she doesn't lie, she lives a life of honesty. She has a cat. She's very happy. Is she afraid of sex? That I don't know. She says she's waiting for Mr. Wright. Uh, and that's what that's what Fez is, he's waiting for Mr. Wright. Here's Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Fez, I don't understand why you're so afraid of sex. Why don't you just accept and embrace the fact that you're asexual? Then you wouldn't have to be all upset about every homosexual cause, and maybe you wouldn't get locked up. Just accept you, the fact. You know, we would still talk about gay equality. No, you never did before. You never once did, and all those years we accepted you as being an asexual. You never once cared about the gays when you didn't think that you were gay. As a matter well, of fact, you thought they were going to hell, didn't you? For a very long time, yeah. You were right. I think you need to experience it before you can decide to become an asexual. I'll just say this. If Fez is going to hell, he's going there playing the piano. What movie, Chris? I thought that would have got a laugh out of you. I can't remember. Really? Jerry Lee Lewis movie. You can't remember. Great Balls of Fire. Motherfucker. (laughs) Um... Frank, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, right. How you doing? Uh, Fez, why didn't you hook up with uh, Go Go Harder when he was on the ONA show? I was totally against the gay off. I made that very clear. What? <sighs> Jarrett, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hello. I'm a great big fan. I live in Miami. I'm a homosexual. I was a virgin until I was 50 years old, so I understand what Fez is going through. Last year, I met a man at church, and we hit it off, and he was also a homosexual. And we talked about it, and we had sex, and it was a wonderful hurdle to get over. And now I'm in a committed relationship with a man that cares for me, and I care for him. And all of it seems to be wonderful, and I understand how scary and terrifying it could be. In fact, last night I beat him to death with a hammer. <laughs> Fez was so happy. He was so happy. For just a few seconds, I had some joy. That reminds you of a meme. Pussy, I ain't got time for that. Ain't got time for that. Ain't got time for that. 
There's no doubt in my mind that Fez will eventually beat somebody to death. I hope it's going to be me. No, you don't want to get, no one wants to get beat to death. And then I get two things I want. Fez doing life in jail <laughs> and me, sweet, sweet death. There's nothing better than a quick death. Oh, forget it. I think the whole thing about being dead is just going to feel like sleeping in. He might beat you to death with a cricket bat. Cricket bat. Back it. Back it. You're still high from last night. Like Blade Blade Runner. (laughs) I definitely woke up fucking flying. I I think you got to smoke a little bit to kick it in. That was the problem. Last night, I just just ate the brownie straight up. That's why I ate the whole thing, because it fucking wasn't working fast enough for me. And then as soon as you got high, you went to sleep? I stayed for a little while, and then I, like, fucking just passed out. Did it feel trippy or not that good? It felt good. It was just like a fucking strong high. Like a body high. Yeah. I bet soon that'll be the only way you can sleep at night. Brownie. I'm addicted to these fucking Where's brownies. my night brownie? I can't go to sleep without it. Anyway, Paul. Yeah, is there any way that I can get Fez to commit to the idea of deciding once and for all if the sexual act is for him? He doesn't want to have sex. I don't think we should push him. Right. I mean, he's been out for a year. Yeah, but I'm just in a year, zero he, things have happened. Then he should just admit to the fact that he's asexual, and he's not a homosexual. He's asexual. Do you know who got him to say that he was homosexual? It's his stupid fucking therapist. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's true. I mean, I have always said this, but I mean, until I mean. You know, there's nothing wrong with being bisexual either. I mean, you could try that too. Clive Davis did it, and he loves it. Exactly. So, I mean, there's all these options. He says he loves nothing better to be boning a chick and then have a guy enter his asshole at the same time. It's like a and fucking. There's a whole group of people who think that. Almost the DP. The thing is, I think when Fez accepted himself as an asexual, he was just looking for a good buddy to watch wrestling with. He would have been okay if he just had found a good friend that the both of them could sit on the couch and watch wrestling. Well, okay. It's the sex Fez, that fucks him up. Fez, you do like masturbation, right? Yes. Yes. I thought and you said a, you didn't. No, I like it. I just can't always either get hard or achieve. Yes. Oh, it sucks. Well, what, what's your percentages there? Of herbal stuff out there that's just terrific. Herbal stuff. Oh my God, Reed. Fez has to be careful with his herbal stuff because of his heart. I understand. But, yeah, Paul. You, know, you might kill him. You know, I, I mean, I'm sorry. You know, everybody thinks that the best way to go is, is having good sex. I guess everybody would think that, yeah. Yeah. So that I makes mean, sense. You know, don't worry People would enjoy good sex. Yes. And then, you know, have a heart attack and die. It's the best way to go. But I've, I've stayed off the porn for a while because things it just wasn't happening when I tried. That's fucked up. I mean, if you can't get it up for fucking internet porn. <laughs> well, you know, because part of the problem is, is that he has no physical connection to the experience. Once he starts having... Actual physical physical connection to his, his visualization becomes Ugh. much more potent. It's disgusting. <laughs> You've ruined the Oscars. I'm sorry. Maybe they're better than ever. 
Maybe it reminds me of a meme. <laughs> but, I mean, just because you're watching porn, if you don't really have a, a, a frame of reference, a context for it, maybe it, it loses its meaning. Yeah, I can't even begin to understand what it's like to be as an adult. It actually really does remind me of a meme. It's That smile can only mean that it's time for Russia prison rape porn. <laughs> How are you going to pick a winner today? They're so good. They're really a lot of great ones. Yeah. It's tough. This is a tough one. My fucking cold is killing me, man. But thanks, you guys, for asking me about it all the time. You check in with me a lot. I hope I get the audio boom on this. Um, I'm going to lower the lights. That's not a real boom. I don't want the lights. I want more lights. I want it to be bright. I want to fucking sweat it out. Just fucking... (laughs) Your eyes the, okay? Are your eyes No, my asleep? eyes are fucking terrible. My eyes are dried out. And I called my uh, doctor today, and he actually said to me, How are you still alive? You got to fucking get like an emergency pack or something. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I wish I was. I fucking remember when I, my, uh, my appendix burst and you wouldn't even let me leave the unmasked? You're like, Just finish the unmasked first, Ron. It was just, it was just, it wasn't going to be that long. Then you can go off to fucking daycare. I go, it's not daycare, it's the hospital. Whatever. Fucking that man's gotta be done. Look, there's an audience in there. So can't you just like muscle through an appendix bursting? I did. So thank you. Um <laughs> Paul, so you think it would not be bad if Fez died heart attack during his first sex? No, I think that's a fabulous idea. No, I mean I just think that to not experience life fully, it means you're not living. All right, what about this, Fez? What if I told you you could meet the most terrific person in the world? Uh-huh. And you could know true love, but you would die that night when the sun went down. Would you want to do it? I would take it. Wow, that's good. That's very positive. It's very inconsistent with his character. Are you looking for the right answer? No, I just think that the death is coming soon enough anyway. Jesus. Oh, boy. He didn't say it. You know what? This reminds me of a meme. What terrified of death. Even more frightened of living. No, he's not. He's not terrified of death. He welcomes it. All right, what if I could tell you you could have the best sandwich you'd ever eat in your life, but you could die when the sun went down? No, no. Then I would not want to do that. I would skip and the sandwich. consistent. Inconsistent. <laughs> Fez wants true love. He does. He does. He wants Jew love. And uh, love. it's not going to happen unless, you know, unless you make, unless you cross that threshold. Hicks, have you seen the big breasted chick going off road? They just, they put together these videos of just girls with giant tits bouncing as they drive over. Yeah. These guys are fucking, this is a service on the internet. Oh, Polo, I forgot to tell you, nobody ever reminds me of what's up on the iBang, but why we got you, yeah. uh, this is 10 non-Oscar, non-nominated Oscar-worthy performances. Jeff okay. Daniels, Terms of Endearment. Agree or I disagree? Will, first of all, Terms of Endearment is arguably my favorite movie. Well, who are you arguing with? I, I'm arguing with myself because sometimes it's Midnight Cowboy, sometimes it's uh, Women in Love, but it's, most of the times it's Friends of the Indian. So you thought he should have been nominated? 
I think everything about that movie is perfect. It's like Die Hard. It's just one of those perfect. Uh, here's the next one: Donald O'Connor singing in the rain. Okay. Not nominated, okay. steals the movie, and I remember being a kid and seeing him run up the wall like that and flip, and thinking yeah. this is the greatest fucking performer ever. Yeah, he was great in the movie, but you know they don't nominate comic comedic performances very often. Uh, Bo Bridges, the incident. I'm going to have to say this. This is one of those movies I don't even know. Oh, it's a good movie. Ed McMahon's in that movie. It's a good, it's a very interesting little movie. Looks like it's in black and white. Mm-hmm. All right, these are all up on the iBang. Um, Patty Constantine uh, in America. Love that film. It's a good film, absolutely. And he's, he's a great actor, and he's done a lot of good work. I'm a big fan of his, too. Yeah. Uh, next one, Luares Holiday. Okay, well, now we're really going way back. And Holiday's a good film, but, I mean, that's in the 30s. Or so so but, what? Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying... Lou we're celebrating not... all of Oscar, not the last 20 fucking years, Paul. Good, thank you. That's great. That's great. I'm great. It's just that I don't think any... I mean, Lou Ayers is one of those actors who never became a first-tier actor in a lot of ways. So you disagree. He shouldn't have been. I do. I would disagree. Uh, Andy Griffith, Face of the Crowd. This may be my favorite film of all time. I, I would say that that performance at times is, is breathtaking, haunting, and sh- it just makes you shake, especially towards the end. I mean, he's, he's that good. Uh, I would agree. Uh, Ted Knight, Caddyshack. <laughs> Come on. This is a film you were in, Paulo. Did you watch uh, Ted Knight do any scenes? I did, yeah, I did. Nice. Yeah. So you disagree with this? I, I'm, I'm, it's, a, it's an iconic performance. Did you party with him? No, I did not party with him. I spent a little time with Chevy, and uh, I spent a little time with Rodney. What kind of time did you spend with Chevy? Well, I mean, I was actually up for his double in the film, and I turned it down because I figured I wouldn't get as much screen time. Uh, what? You should have been the double, man. You said, I hey, know. that's the back of my fucking head. <laughs> no, exactly. well, that's not what a double gets to do. Oh, I was thinking about fucking. A double, double just stands there in the light, and then they go, "Okay, uh, Chevy, come in." Uh, yeah, all right, maybe it was a smart move to be the fucking. He bear. wasn't the stunt double. <laughs> so uh, you're saying no to Ted Knight? Uh, I, uh, I, I guess I'm saying no. Uh, uh, Griffin Dunn, After Hours. A great movie, unusual movie. Great, you know, Griffin. Probably his high, the highlight of his career. Yeah, I'd say overall it was. Um, I'll tell you, Griffin Dunn just did a thing last year uh, on House of uh, Lies, where he plays this character named the Rainmaker, and it's still one of my favorite things that he's ever done. He's the guy I would love to have on the show, Chris, instead of the fucking. What you call the parade of bums coming through here? Why never? Never. And, um, I, I mean, he was a producer for a, a long time. He did Produced a lot of some of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. Chili exactly. Scenes of Winter is one of my favorite films ever. Uh-huh. And, it's, and John Hurd is another person who deserves some awards. I love John Hurd. Yeah. I hope he shows up on this. One of my favorite performers of all time next, Bruno Kirby, Good Morning Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Should have been nominated. Okay, I'll Paulo is so anti-comedy. Do you notice that anytime yeah. Leslie brought, brought up a comedy on this list, Paulo laughs in her face. 
Like, how dare you? How dare a woman make a list? That's for men. Oscar isn't for laughs. It's for fucking drama, is what he's saying. When when you see Bruno Kirby in that, in Good Morning Vietnam, he gives a dramatic performance. It is is intense. Oh, Frenchie. Oh, Lieutenant Steve. Oh, Frenchie. (laughs) And then finally on the list here, uh, the movie that everybody fell in love with, and then the lead actor gets destroyed and doesn't get invited in. Paul Giamatti, Sideways. Yeah, Sideways is, is an amazing movie, absolutely. All up on the iBank today. Every day, uh, more list of people that were ripped off by the Oscars. Yeah, I, I agree with the Paul Giamatti 100%. That was a great performance. Um. By the way, Polo, I also want you to check out Sam Shepard. The Five is all Sam Shepard plays today, mm-hmm. including my favorite, uh, True West. Yeah. I got to Probably. see that here in New York with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, fuck. And guess who played his brother in it? Think. Think. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones was done. I mean, has done it. Uh, you know, John Malkovich has done it and stuff. So. Bruce Willis has also done it. Yeah. Well, he did the uh, the other one. The uh, he he starred the uh, the original production of um, uh, the one with the Kim Basinger movie, the Full for Love. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about the plays, not yeah, the movies. He did the play. He he was, I think, in the original cast of Full for Love. Yeah. Yeah. We know. Yeah. Then you bring up Kim Basinger for no fucking apparent <laughs> reason. <laughs> Remember the name of the book. I'm sorry. Kim Basinger is not in that. <laughs> not in the play. I understand. Paul, I wish you were up here fucking today. I wish it was like the old days. And Fez is back well, to being quiet again. That magical well, my, week. You haven't said anything life. in a while, Fez. What happened? Um, I hadn't seen a lot of those performances that we were talking about. You could always make humorous asides. Like, give us a humorous aside. Um, I gotta think of one. Um, well, do you think Sam Shepard is a sexy man? I'll fucking take that. I'm not even gay, and yes. <laughs> I have to look at him. Yeah, Sam Shepard? <laughs> oh, yes, he's very handsome. Yes, he's handy. He's got funny snaggle tooth going on, though. Yeah, that's what fucking women love about him. It's part of his charm. It's part of his charm. Is that the humorous aside? Or still working on it? <laughs> still working on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm... Fix, I'm does this remind you of your old clan days? <laughs> I, I thought we'd never talk about that. <laughs> Paula, I'm so I, sick. I always had a problem I, with the holes, the peripheral vision. Good. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because you're still from fucking Quentin Tarantino. That was, yes, that was a reference to Django Unchained. <laughs> For anyone who hasn't seen the film. It's Django. <laughs> How come no love for Quentin at the at the Oscars? Um, he's gotten love before. I think this movie, uh, like many of the movies this year, have very split opinions. There are, I've heard some real scathing stuff coming out lately against that movie, and and, uh, and I, I mean, I am a, definitely a lover of that movie. I think it's, uh, it, it definitely gets in your face. And so naturally, it's almost overtly controversial. So naturally, it's, it's, it's asking for 
for people to go on both sides of the fence. All right, that's making me want to go back over and vote for it on the iBank. I'll go, I'll go back. What are we giving out for this again? I know we said we were going to be all over it today, but we've only given it to one plug. What do we got? That's Billy Bob. Sign. Sling Blade. I like the way he votes. He likes the way I vote. Mm. And you got to make sure your entries all filled out by 2 p.m. on Sunday. Live free. Did he talk about the John Ritter relationship? Because it seems like they had a lot. They were buddies. They were good buddies, I know. And so, yeah, I think they did a TV show together as well. And, you know, um, I I, I always wanted to know more about that. That was clearly a... How come we haven't mentioned that we're giving away random prizes just for entering? Well, yeah, we have those that'll be announced later. We were pushing the sling blade first off the bat. Ooh. And I'm back in my place. But there will be random prizes for uh, for entries. Because it seemed to me that you'd want to get in early then. You'd have a better shot at all the random problems. But what do I know? Listen. I'm just a fucking piece of garbage that has a terrible head cold. Yeah, you just have a bad head cold, so don't get down on yourself. No, I am fucking down on myself because I don't think I'm ever going to get better, Polo. And I look around at you healthy bastards, and you have everything to live for. I'm not healthy, Ron. Oh, I didn't say mentally healthy. (laughs) I meant physically. I'm mentally and and physically like a boy, but emotionally I'm a little girl. You still don't have a broad back in your life, huh, Paul? No, I'm actually working very strongly on that. And uh, I've been uh, having a nice correspondence with my my other ex as well. Oh, God. The one who went to England? Yes. Why, why? Why? She fucked you over so bad. I understand. Everybody fucks me over, but I have to keep living. Keep on living. That's all you got to do, Polo. Keep on living. Wash the leather, man. I stay the same, and they keep getting older. Fucking creep, just banging fucking 16-year-olds all day long. See, that's the thing, Fez, that you won't get out there and try something, but bad love is better than no love. Yeah, it's just an experience. Let you, are you know that you're alive. You're out there. You're getting fucked over. You're getting your heart broken. You're getting treated like shit. You're just used like a fucking. Or rag. else you're just being totally cruel to a very nice person. You're getting pissed on. Literally, in his case. <laughs> or maybe you get into the. We got to get Fez out of the West Village. You got to get to Brooklyn, buddy. BK all day. That's that's the fucking new frontier. Brooklyn. That's the new gay scene? So fucking... What's the difference? You're not gay anyway. You're asexual. It's the new asexual scene. You get over there, you get a little extra space for yourself. You're moving around. You're going to some great new restaurants. Not the Right now, he's only going to one place. Hard bagels. Hard bagels. You can't fucking live on. You can't sustain yourself off that shit. Hard bagels. I'd literally die if all I ate was hard bagels. Most people would. Oh, right now, I feel like I'm so dying. Higgs, uh, there's no way I can make the four o'clock. I don't even have a lunch before then. We'll have lunch. I'll fucking I'll fucking organize lunch. No problem. Have, have a nice soft table with some lot. At what point do you think it's okay? Like your so your head's cold so bad that you should just kill yourself? Because. I got like a pressure in my head now oh. for fucking two days. This might be a sinus infection. If your if your throat 
starts closing up. That's a bad. I ought to try to just open my fucking head with some coke. No, no, don't do that. That's a I was watching idea. this really weird movie last night when I couldn't sleep. Um, it took place in Newfoundland. Hmm. And a guy ends up with a big fucking bag of coke. He ran a restaurant up there. Rare birds? Yeah, it's exactly it. William Hurt, nice. And I'm just watching it, so he finds a big bag of coke. Like 26 pounds. Jesus fucking Christ. And, by the way, it has nothing to do with the rest of the story. There's nothing. It's just supposed to be an amusing thing. And, like, he just starts, like, doing a little bit of coke (laughs) to test it. But then he goes back to it later and back to it later. And I'm, like, fucking laying there at night. I got a cold and I go like this. Man, I could get a big bag of fucking coke. I got the money for it. Just go out and get a big bag of coke. Get it out of your system. It's not going to help your cold, sir. I know, but that's how quickly I get fucking confused and all fucking center. I think you should do the neti pot. No, I don't want to do that. All right, well then just just, uh, put some salt water down your nose. I'm going to take these Advil. That's good. I don't know. No, it is. It is. Advil's good for you. Why don't you watch that Rare Birds tomorrow when we can talk about it? Sounds fucking good. Sounds crazy, where he's just a fucking, it's just randomly a fucking giant bag of cocaine. Actually, yeah. that's more than a giant bag of cocaine. <laughs> well, it's always been this fantasy of mine, is just get this giant amount of fucking coke that you gotta get rid of. True romance style? But, you know, not murdering a fucking pimp. I'd still kill a pimp for that much coke. It's like a fucking, it was a whole entire suitcase full of cocaine. I would think it'd be really hard to move in Newfoundland, where there's just not that many people. Who says you got to sell it in Newfoundland? When you got 26 fucking pounds of fucking coke, the world's your oyster. Get you to Montreal, fucking, Yeah. You can get to San Francisco, LA, somebody's going to come to you for it. You don't even have to go there. You're going to fucking call up, you're going to make one fucking scary deal. That deal has to go down. And then your whole life starts fresh. The giant amount of money. And probably two extra pounds of coke because you're not going to sell all of it. Yeah, well, yeah, you want to have coke on hand, just you know, fucking, you know, throwing parties, having a good time. But you know what I'm saying, Fez? Like, you don't have to fucking just sell it piece by piece. You're making one deal, and believe me, somebody's going to come find you and worry about fucking moving it out of there. But you are going to know when you make this deal, you could be killed during that fucking deal. Oh, yeah, because you don't know who's coming to your house. Even when you do know who's coming to your house, you could be killed. Because they don't have to. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. It's enough money as you, it's worth killing you over. The new Rock movie's all about this. What's this? The new the, the Dwayne Johnson, the snitch, snitch movie. That, that's all about involved in the dangers of drug dealing and all of that. It's a, it's a, it, you got to say no to this. Don't just say it's involved in this. This is a bad thing. No, I'm going to say yes, one fucking deal and then out. Anyone who doesn't do that is fucking an idiot. And I think even, huh? Yeah. I think even the Pope wants to do that. The Pope is obviously doing that. Why else? I mean, Easy Rider, the opening fucking scene, you make the one deal and then you basically, then you travel. You do whatever you want. Uh, Paul in Ohio, you're on the Run of Fish show. 
Now for something completely different. Oh, Jesus Christ. There are four minor human ailments standing on a sinking cruise ship. trying. Because well, he didn't call by himself. I'm not going to talk to him. Just call his radio shark. Call us anything. That fucking kid will put you up. Oh, Poppy. Anyway, what were we talking about before that happened to us, Paul? Making that killing. Making that big score. The big Coke score. Who wouldn't do that? Because you're going to go to jail. No, you're not going to go to jail. Fez, could you do a, could you deal with drug dealers and not and not fuck it up? Oh, no, no. I would totally panic. I would spill the 26-pound bag all over the place at some point. I'm sure I would end up getting shot. Why do you have to fucking view yourself that way? What do you get from that? Well, no, I'm just being realistic. The nervousness. I would be so nervous doing that that I'm sure I would freak out the people I was dealing with. And they would, you know, and they would panic and then I would end up getting shot. I would be nervous too, Fez. I would be nervous as well. I, I, would, I agree with you. It's a very nerve-wracking thought. All Fez would have to do is call me in Hicks. And his part of it would be done. He'd get a $500 founder's fee. Fuck yeah. That's fucking cool 500 bucks. I hate when people act like they can't do things. I think that's what keeps you from taking the stick. Even after all these years. Yeah, you are afraid of the stick. You just keep thinking of the whackness. What could go wrong? There's no need to be afraid of the stick. I would think anything could go wrong in a drug deal, especially of that magnitude. Yes, and a lot of things could go right. Why aren't you focusing on the going right? Getting that money fucking balling out for the rest of your life, chilling. I did not say there wasn't going to be an element of danger. But you're risking it all for a really big fucking deal. It is exciting. Fez, would you like to go on a roller coaster? Oh, I hate roller coasters. See, he's scared of a roller coaster. Gail was scared of roller coasters as well. I mean, I can't understand the people who are scared of roller coasters. I can't understand people that want to ride them. So you're afraid of a drug deal that I understand. You just point, You just go out of your way to point out how fucking stupid Fez is. That's your thing, no, Paul. No, I'm not. I'm trying to get him to open up. And, 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 and exactly. Why can't you get him to take the stick? Paul, you got rid of that house. Why, Why can't you, come you back? get him to take the stick? Uh, I could. I could absolutely get him to take the stick. What would you say to him right now? Okay, I'm assuming the stick is a dick. Is that what we're saying? Oh, my God, Paul. <laughs> this reminds me of a fucking meme. Nature boy. More like raped your boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's so good. <laughs> See, memes are fun. Maybe we can set up, like, a fucking monitor here, like, Skype it, FaceTime it, so... Polo could be right here and see Fez, and we just look at Paul's. That's face. actually a great idea. Would you be willing to do that, Fez? Sure. I know you need to turn that thing off that you slow type on. You got to turn that off right now. Well, my life will be changing radically. That's not what you slow type on. 
Why is your life turning uh, radical? Because you're moving in with Fez? Yes, exactly. Once once I move in. You know, if you move up here with Fez, you guys go to Brooklyn, you're going to be getting twice the fucking apartment you have now, Fez, for the same rent. Just move to Bushwick. You live like a fucking king. I mean, do you really, Fez, do you really find the West Village as great as you thought it might have been? It's so much better than Roosevelt Island. You're not comparing it to Roosevelt Island. You're comparing it to New York City. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic neighborhood. I think that every night as I walk through it on the way home. But I just haven't done anything in it. He's not getting it. That's not what a neighborhood is. a place that you walk through on the way home. You don't think you're going to walk through Brooklyn? Oh, it'd be wonderful. And you're going to pets there. I mean, yeah, okay. Look, You're this place in the West has a fucking fireplace. How much? Twenty-seven hundred for three bedrooms. Holy shit! And a backyard. Look at that, Fez. All right, there's a fireplace. For instance, Fez, when the, you're in the West Village, when the San Gennaro Festival happened, Damn. did you go and and go out in the streets and enjoy the the festivities? No, but the San Gennaro Festival isn't in the West Village. It's kind of in the West Village. It, Kind of is. It's in Little Italy. It's not far. I'm just saying that you. Uh, all right. Any kind of a big street event where there are lots of people in, you know, having festivities. Have you joined in any of those? Yeah, I was there for the Pride Parade. Okay, well that's good. Is that the only one? What's the date on that, Fez? June. And what's the date now? February. Who brings up things from fucking eight months ago? You can do shit every day here in New York. Yep. And now you got him upset, Paulo. What are you emotional about, Fez? That it's coming up on a year and I haven't done anything. Yeah. Yeah, you met met a lot of guys and you had some great sex. No, didn't do any of that. Well, you have to try, Fez. You have to literally make that a priority. You cannot hold back anymore. You You sat on the pines for a year, Fezzy. Why can't you be proud of that? It doesn't feel good. Looking for more places? Fucking Bushwick is fucking... They're all three bedrooms for fucking like 2500 bucks. It's fucking pretty nuts. I know. And trust me, Bed-Stuy... What do you care about this last year, Fezzy? How long ago did you come out to me? Oh, that was uh, like three years before. All right, so this is four years that you told me that that you were gay, right? Yeah, and you haven't Three had and a half, se- yeah, yeah. So you haven't had sex once then. So instead of looking at it as a year failure, look at it as a truth. Four years of not having sex, a lot of failure. It's not a failure because you didn't try. All right, Fed, you have to have a physical experience with another human being. You have to happen. You have to do it no matter what the cost. Does it have to be a human? I mean, could he fuck a raccoon or a porch monkey? That could be. That I wouldn't recommend that. I would say humans are a better, better, better overall, and they're probably much easier to find. Bez, can you do it? I would like to do it. I would like to have sex. He's done it in the last four years. 
How many times now, Fess? Zero. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. It has to happen. Paul, he got molested when he was a kid. He can't get over that. That's a hard thing when it happens. All right, fine. So then then he's afraid of sex, period. That's it. Can't do it. That's it, says you can't have sex ever again for the rest of your life. Wow, tough love. I never experienced this before. Paul O is fucking calling. Yeah. Right now he's calling the game. He's this like, is strange. Shut her down. It's either now or never. It's now or never. What do you got there? This isn't fucking Crown Prospect Heights, which fucking is good. Yeah. Two bedroom, 2,800 fucking thousand square feet. It looks really nice. 2,800,000. $2,800 a month. With 1,000 square feet. You get 1,000 square feet, two bedroom. You would be the worst realtor ever. (laughs) You just have to be 28,000 square feet. Yeah, 20. This is. Oh, wait. Oh, uh, sorry about that. (laughs) This is only 1,000 square feet at 2,800 bucks a month. Oh, where am I going to park my jet plane? I got a warehouse I can show you later today. Shit, this place is a sauna. What the fuck? Look, all this goes on and poor Fez is just on the outside. This is all this shit that you should be doing with your shit. You should be in your sauna in Crown Heights. Cheaper than what you're living now. And you get that fucking time to yourself that you love on the train every morning. Train time. Train time. Sounds like a porno. What are you waiting for, Fez? Well, I, I guess I would have to wait for my lease to be up. I think he should Fuck it. Live. Take the fucking loss. I think he should live in Hell's Kitchen. Dude, ask him who fucking bugged the shit out of him about moving to Hell's Kitchen. Me. It is the upcoming gay neighborhood. Absolutely. So many gay bars over on uh, 10th now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, please fucking move over there. And you can walk to work. Exactly. Oh, no. I saw something on TV. You saw that movie Sleepers, didn't you? I've seen that movie, yeah. I don't think yeah, that has that was... anything to do with it. Yeah, Bruno Kirby was very disturbing in that movie. I'm trying to remember Bruno Kirby in it. I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, jeez. You're locking? Yeah. Why? Just nervous. What about? Because I know I should have sex, and I'm afraid of it. And You don't have to have sex. But I should, so I can just quit there is being no... freaked about it. You there you is. Feel... You can be an asexual. You can't feel like you, like you should have don't sex. Don't let them push you into a gay lifestyle when you don't even seem to like it. If you want to have sex, have sex, but you shouldn't feel like you should have sex. You were a happy I asexual. Should, I think you should have sex. <laughs> See, Polo, you fucking bring up sex and you freak them. You were a happy asexual. You were happy until that shrink got into your head that you were sad and lonely. He used to be happy and independent. Mm-hmm. And believe me, he'd be happy if he got a blowjob every day. Is that what you're after, Fez? A blowjob every day? No, I wouldn't need one every day. No. I haven't obviously you needed one yet. You have a blowjob yet. yet, then. It's never a thing of needing it. It's wanting it. <laughs> yeah. 
Because, <laughs> like, you just jack off, get the cum out, that's fine, but yeah. He can't jack off. There's something wrong with, as Anthony put it, his silly putty dick. Oh. Why are you laughing, Polo, if you're supposed to be in Fez's corner? Because it's, it's, it's a funny thing you said. It was Is it? It's, it's really not fucking great, Polo. Come on. No one's a silly putty dick. The whole juxtaposition of silly putty. It was just a funny image. Very funny. When are you coming up to go looking for apartments with him in Brooklyn? I, I, as I said, my life is very traumatic right now. But hopefully I'll pull it all together in the next week or so. So we'll see. see uh, right? Week and a half? I'm just saying, i got to go deal with these scumbag renters today. You're coming for the wedding, though, aren't you? Oh, God, please, Fez. Stop doing a live read. Make it about real life for a change. I will not come for the wedding unless, oh. unless there is premarital sex. Well, you're going to have to be in there and start a menage. Just fucking get Because those two ain't going anywhere. Uh, are you saying I wouldn't uh, have a good time fucking, fucking Patty? No, you, you would. would. <laughs> but I'm saying Fez with her. You got to work them both over so fucking everyone get their fucking nut All off. All right. Okay. And I mean, <laughs> Stark and Patty's old vagina has been spackled by now. <laughs> Paul will crack that nut. For sure. And Fez will crack the other side. Oh, nice. oh God. He likes to keep you nervous, Fez. That's maybe I think he does. Why don't we just talk about something Fez wants to talk about? It shouldn't all be us. No, don't go back to your notes. Just be a human being. What is it that you would love to talk about on the radio today? Um, nothing that you really seem to care for. Not that you have to go looking up that somebody else found on the iBank. But just you. Nothing of any interest to people. Okay. It's just That'll be it then. That's all it's going to be. That, that, <laughs> that's the fucking thing. But if that's the thing, hey, this isn't going to interest you, I'm going to believe right. you right there. Here's a subject that I think would interest Fez, and I think Fez could talk about. What are his favorite antipsychotics or, or you know, general prescription drugs in, in general? Do you have a favorite? No, they've all been nightmares for me. They've none been fun, huh? No fun drugs. No, the Zoloft was the worst out of all of them. Well, that will make a silly putty. But he was talking about fun. Isn't there any drug you like to take? Uh, the Xanax was fun, but then it was really... It was fun for like a day or two, and then we get really depressing afterwards. Then you take more Xanax. Yeah. That's, that's what it's like to be addicted. You gotta fill the fucking... Uh, Monkey. Keep that fucking high going. You don't want to come down. Well, maybe, maybe that's the answer for Fez. Just find him some fun drugs. Hey, I wanted to bring up something to you guys that was fucking annoying me I saw on TV. I saw this thing that said uh, the house went up like kindling, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I think it's even hard to get fucking kindling going. You know, they act like kindling goes up really fast. But when you're starting a fire in a fireplace, it really takes a little bit of work to get that thing going up. You just don't throw a match, and then all of a sudden you got a nice fucking fire. But once that kindling catches, when the fucking fire starts, then doesn't it go pretty quickly? Yeah, but that's when you got to start throwing logs on and all. Yeah, yeah. But that's after really building it up. They act like a house fire goes up like it's fucking nothing. 
I saw this uh, black smoke coming out of like a thing in Times Square, like one of these lit up things on top of a building. I'm like, I think that fucking building's on fire. And then I'm like, no, they got some shitty pipe inside their lighting fixture. Fuck I think the hard thing is rubbing two sticks together. That can't even be done. I don't care who says it. They do it on Survivor all No, the they time. don't. It's just no? the opposite. Really? They never pull it off on Survivor. They, have they to. try every year, and it doesn't fucking work, and then they got to buy matches. Yep. They either have to win matches or, like, flint on the first episode. And even that rarely works on occasion. Why wouldn't the flint work? Because they're... You get spark going. Again, the kindling is fucking difficult. Yeah, I mean, they're smashing the flint with a rock, trying to get that spark, and it's just, it's not happening. All right, hold on. Here's Wade. Wade thinks he knows. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, how are you? Good. So, the reason y'all, it's not, the fire isn't going well is because y'all aren't using good kindling. What you need to be using is what we call, at least in South Carolina, fat lighter, which is a pine stump that rots away and all the resin gets into it, almost looks purple at the end before you light it. That stuff, it smells real hearty. It'll light really, really fast. The stuff y'all are using isn't what is true kindling. It's just dried out, kind of crappy pine. All right, so where are we going to find this true kindling? I, I don't, I mean, Banya in New York City. Good luck. Shouldn't I get to run us down? That guy was no fucking help. Tell this fucking idiot kid to take his fucking thumb off the BL thing. Put it on hold, please. Bolt. BL. Hey, how y'all doing? Say, y'all, what are you, seriously? Hey, uh, B.L., do you Hi, hear... Hi, Fez, you... Pardon that, me? That wasn't Fez who yelled that. Yell it again and see if she can guess who you are. Hey, B.L. Who's that? Is that Al Dukes? No, keep... Say something else about yourself, mystery caller. Um, right. I'm an original Hooters girl. Not you. You're not the mystery caller. You're B.L. Yep. I'm bottom of the barrel, Cheryl. <laughs> One time we spent a memorable night in a limo. Oh, Jesus. Is it Ed Drosty? That could be anyone. I don't put out for three months, buddy. I don't know who in the F this is. Can we cuss here? Yeah. You had uh, sex with Ed Drosty, though, didn't you? No, swear. Ed Drosty that invented the hoot? No, absolutely okay. not. Okay. That's too bad. Who's the man there that I was in a limo That's with? That's fucking Paul O. Oh, oh, the yeah. one that drank the motor oil at your live gig? Yeah, whatever. He did a lot of things. All over your limo, if I remember correctly. How come he gets a gig there and I don't? Well, I thought you were out of radio. I thought you didn't want to do radio anymore. Oh, my God. I would love... I was your call screener in Clearwater, Florida for nine years. I didn't get no paid way. No we're way not. were you anywhere <laughs> with me for nine years. Nine me minutes. Me guns and roses use your illusion, too. I didn't get shit. What you... people didn't pay me dick. She used, to be oh! with... she used to be with our general manager. Oh. I did not. Come on, man. Don't yeah. go there. Well, Who did just... you used to be with? I love you, Ronnie. I called you at home today. Yeah, that's you why I'm calling you back. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just checked in, see if you got any gigs for me in radio. You know what? I think that you would be perfect with Jennifer Hutt. Who's she? Is she hot? Yeah, she is. She used to do a show with Alexis Stewart, Martha Stewart's daughter. And then those two had a falling out. Oh. 
And like you always have falling out with people. No, no, it's just drama. I'm just misunderstood. Like yeah. people on the streets listening right now. We're all misunderstood, Benny. So is that what you're looking for, a gig? I would love a gig. What city? I'm here. I'm ready with my used Louis Vuitton from a consignment shop. <laughs> so uh, I heard it. My just blew up. I need some money down here. Let's go. I, I'm I out of debt. It's good. I heard that you had a big idea. I do. I do. I got a good thing. I want to start you a network. We go a whole block on your um, Cirrus. We, we do a whole block. Oh, geez. So the thing is, your idea is that I get you a gig. That's your beautiful idea. <laughs> oh, I'm offering you 50%. Betty, like, you know, the guy, you know, what's his name? Dre? Uh, Dre? What's yeah. his name? The black man? Right. American I'll be your Dr. Dre. But here's he the thing. Shot, right? The, half of nothing is still fucking nothing, B.L. <laughs> oh, dude, I am money. Here, can I just tell you who I've introduced and I haven't gotten dick for it? Okay, let me run through them. I introduced Darren Dalton back in the heyday of the Phillies to Lynn Austin. They got divorced. Okay, I'll wipe that one clean. Love them both, all right? Let's move on to my next introduction. David Wells and Nina Wells. I took him out to meet one of my other friends, the former pitcher for the Yankees. Took him out. And uh, he, I tried to get him, hook him up with this chick, and he fell in love with Nina, who's his wife of 15 years. They're married. I was in their wedding. Okay. Uh, Erica Logan, who's Oprah's right-hand man, introduced him to his wife, Erin, um, in the top of the St. Louis Arch. Where am I going wrong here? I got a blown-up car. I'm sitting here sweating like a pig. I got no ass. Why won't Eric Logan give you a job on the Oprah Network? I, they, I haven't really. There seems to be plenty of space there. I'm the godmother of his first daughter. And I'm not the second, huh? <laughs> when that, when that happened, yeah. Well, we'd be willing to break up the kids rather than give them all to BL. Ronnie, I'm not playing here. Now, let's get Opie and Anthony to stop calling me the C-word, because I think they're both hot. I really find them very hot. That happened a long time ago. They don't... All right, let's move on. But I love them. They're not into whole radio, as they say. Okay, we can... BL, when's the last time period. you did a gig in radio? Who was fucking president? Oh, I, I was on some small station brokering, which is, means they pay for the ads and all that, and I own the time. It ends up not being real good for me. I'm sitting here just just kind of trying to start over. You mm. ever heard of that? Mm -mm. I'm out on the streets, Benny. You're on Fifth Avenue. And well, I'm sitting on a Steinway piano smoking a cigar, and this dick Paulo is sitting there, drank some oil, and he ends up in the captain's chair. <laughs> That's the way it's all worked out. I built everything around Paul. I didn't know you You went off and you're with, you were married for a while. Everything was working out. Here's um, here's Rick in New York. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, BL. You forgot about uh, Roger from Clearwater, who you hooked him up with. I did, didn't I? See, I got one listener. Yeah. One of your listeners yeah. just checked. With BL, that's hot. Yes, it is. How you doing, baby? It's Roger, actually. Oh, Roger, how you doing? I don't want to take over Ronnie's show. This no, is you know this person, BL. I missed you. What? Go ahead, Ronnie. Um, you know Roger? Yeah, Roger's one of my listeners from back when you put me on the air back in ninety, nineteen ninety. Jesus Christ! 
How fucking old are you? Ronnie, and now come you're on, still man. You with... know I'm on bank. I'm talent. I talk to the listeners. I don't say, hey, come here, listener grease, rubbing elbows. I know how to know what This is how terrible we were that we never wanted to shake hands with the listener because we called it listener grease. <laughs> <laughs> and we used to say, this is what happens when you're flying high. Don't get your fucking listener grease all over me. <laughs> No, you did not. BL, uh, Lynn is still in radio, though, huh? Yep. She's the voice of a FM talk here, and she's their sort of their brand. She's famous, man. She was July 86 Playboy. Yeah. You're, when you're beautiful, you're beautiful for friggin' ever, man. I don't even know that. Everybody wants a piece of that ass. <laughs> All right. So now, look, you've kept Paulo, the captain, off the, uh, off the radio. I cut him off? Yeah. Paulo, you're gone? We're, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I just, I just want, I want to have a moment. You know, she's making a, a pitch for Oprah and everything, and I think that's an excellent. You know, that is the woman's net network. It's a great match. Get that well, guy. Well, hold on, Paulo. Don't be taking over Ronnie's show now. I appreciate your kindness. Okay, it's the Ron Bennington and Fez show. Where's Fez? I'm right here, BL. Fez hasn't talked since we left Florida. <laughs> You're freaking me out. I love Fez more than anything. Uh, Fez is getting married. To who? Uh, to oh, a I young lady named Stalker Patty. <laughs> um, what the hell is wrong with you? He is not. Yeah, yes, he I is. Am. He is. He came out as gay a year ago, but never acted upon it. So he's going to marry a straight person. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is there any way, Bill, that you know of? That Fez can have a sexual experience, his first sexual experience. See, I never know when you guys are busting balls or messing around. We don't know either. We don't know either. That's the beauty of being called radio, baby. Now, baby, when you back radio. in the yeah, I know. Back in the old days, BL, did you think that Fez was straight, gay, or asexual? You know, it was just sort of. I was your call screener. I showed up half drunk. The- I think I was twenty three. But I to answer your question, I never knew and I never cared because he was so kind and he always had my back. And nobody wants to give you a shot in this business. You always need one person. Now hold on, that's just, wasn't Fez just so much fun in those days, off air even? He was. I was with him on a plane ride to Miami one time, and I knew he had a little rough time, and that's real serious about the airplane, so I won't bring it up, but I just You did. just did. That's has nothing to do with sexuality. And I swear, I think we were almost killed on that flight. The turbulence was so bad. It was horrible. I yelled out, F me, F me, and scared everybody on this rhymes with it. You yelled out, fuck me, at every party you were ever at, BL. Wow, we just said fuck on the radio. Are you kidding me? Stop it. I've never done it. It's my first time. Can I ignite? Can I ignite? Can I feel good? Yeah, go ahead. God, why can't I? You know, I. Oh, Al Dukes, that's another thing. If I have to keep name dropping, Al Dukes. BL, there's this guy, Ron Bennington. I've always wanted to work for him. Please give me a shot. And I emailed you. I said, would you please meet yeah. this sales guy from CBS? And you said, all right, BL, I swear to God, I will freak you out if this is not a good thing. I said he's a good person. You I were a fucking him. liar, though. He was awful. But he was with you seven years. I call him at the CBS Empire with Boomer Esiason. I yeah. say, may I speak with Al Dukes? Oh, hello, BL. I'm busy right now. I'm getting ready for the Boomer Show. Bye-bye now. Bam. I'm out. 
out, bitch. Yeah, it's true, and you did hook him up in New York. I've hooked up everybody. Nobody cares about me. Everybody's freaked out by you because they think you're, like, going to end up fucking... Cutting up people's kids or doing like you, people are afraid of you. Yeah, you got you, you got like a McCready thing going on. No, I don't. Honest to God, yeah. I never did one drug. Never nothing. Swear to holy God. No, I just got into a financial crisis. I lost everything. I lost my home. I lost everything. I started borrowing money from friends to try to get the homeowner people paid back. It didn't happen, and I lost. My mind, but it's never been booze or uh, pills or coke or anything. You, I, you actually melted down from it, BL? Um, I've kept sane, but all I did was just sort of dive into taking care of my mom. She's mm. 82. And I just, that's it. I just, last five years, I lost all my friends. I lost all my high pollutant people and scared the hell out of everybody. You're right. I mean, I'm telling my untold story right here, Ron. Yeah, I know. I mean, I heard it from everybody. They all say... Stay away from BL. She's like a fucking McCready. Well, it's pretty sad because I know that you taught me everything, and it's really sad to let people butt down like you. Whatever. And, um, I don't give a well, shit what you do, honey. You can go fucking crazy and just enjoy life. Why do people have to say stay away from BL, though? I'm not ever going to Well, they're just worried about my own personal safety. Oh, come on, man. I've never been like that. They didn't I want you to cut off my fingers or something. I have nine and a half fingers from a drunk that hit me in 1995 in a car wreck. She only, she's missing a finger. You know everybody wants to suck the nub? Sure they do. Why wouldn't they? Steven Tyler sucked it. <laughs> Hoping it was yeah, something else. No, David Wells introduced me. He goes, hey, Steve, what do you think of this girl? She's got nine fingers. And Steve just lightly took it and took it in his hand. He goes, oh, what happened, little lady? I, he called me little lady. That sucks at 50. But, but uh, yeah, yeah. Crazy anyway, shit. whatever, no big deal. No, Ronnie, I'm not, there's nothing bad. I'm just being, you know me, I'm, I'm a little actress, like you taught me. Ed Drossi won't take your calls at Hooters anymore? Oh, God, yeah, I just left Ed Drossi's place. I loaded up a truck of 30 chairs from the original Hooters before it got bulldozed, and I'm painting them and giving them to charity to a local uh, hospital here when I get them painted. Why? I'm not taking the money. I could use the money. He said to keep the money. I said, no, I'm giving it to a little children hospital. Mm. Little children are sick hospital or something. Why not just give them the chairs for the sick kids to sit on? See, that's not, see, that's where y'all can't go right now. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Ronnie. Give me a gig. I'll give you half, man. I'm money. I'm bank. I'm going to make uh, a call for you. Um, but, and some people are going to come over and pick you up and take you and do some tests on you. All right. I'll do any, I'll do a yeah. lie detector test, anything. Yeah. And more. See, you're starting to hate me now. I'm hearing it in your voice. No, I'm not starting to hate you, honey. It's just fear. It's just that thing when somebody takes that walk out, you know, into the unknown where you seem to be living now. No, no, I'm back. Not true. Huh. I'm serious. I just need one person to believe in me. You know I can bring it on radio. You know I can bring it. Oh, I'm hearing it now. I believe in you, B.L. Right. Paulo believes Thanks, in you. Paulo. The listeners are probably bored, though. Don't bore the listeners. You used to tell me that all the time. Yeah, when you would get into your personal life and all that kind of stuff. 
It was fun, though, man. It was fun radio, and it doesn't mean you can't be fun. I wonder why later. everybody that I knew back in the day has, has gone insane. If you really I think about know. it, I can make up a giant list of people who lost their fucking shit. You know what I think it is? And you know I always related to the men because we were raised on a 2554, the age of men in the audience. And, and it seems to me like the women are messing with them so bad and taking their kids and making it look good on their side. And this is nothing against the ladies. But um, men who are losing their kids, they just want to be a good dad. And finally, they just go, screw it, man. I can't be anymore. You know, like the girls who want to act like I'm just like one of the guys. You know what I mean? No one ever believes that shit. Oh, I think I think women are raping men right now. I think that 50 percent in, in guys that bust their ass. I'm driving past the Phillies complex. Right now, spring training, I'm on the overpass down in Clearwater. And, even starting and uh, I tell you what, I look at this and I go, the women aren't out there making the $24 million. It's their husband. What, what happened to your husband that was supposed to be a, a big right, bonus baby? Man, he's an innocent kid now. I was married to him in 1985. And he was, uh, was going to make the big legs, and it didn't work out? Triple uh, A Phillies. 40-man roster. Daryl Strawberry took him deep. Um, God, I don't know. It was a nightmare. Dykstra hit for the cycle at night. Strawberry hit a grand slam. Keith Hernandez probably snorted the line all the way up the first. All right, see, that's the thing. See, no, I'm kidding. I love Keith Hernandez. He's a great guy. I love him. Maybe you and him could do a radio show together. Baseball talk. <laughs> hey, BL, I got to go to baseball. break here, honey. I love you guys. All right. Take care, baby. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye, BL. Bye, you guys. Bye. Paulo? Yes, sir. You're not the craziest person in Florida. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, that's what Florida sounds like all the time to me. Just that kind of fucking nuttiness. This could be fun. Yeah, for a while. And then the exhaustion sets in. You heard all the people she hooked up. I know, but it sounds like grandma talking about, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, let me drop a name no one cares about anymore. All right, talk to you later, Polo. All right, Pick the Oscars and win. That's on the front page of the iBang. Your chance to win. Billy Bob Thornton signed DVD. Sling Blade this Sunday, so you can make sure you enter. Uh, enter before 2 p.m. on Sunday. Also, random prizes that will be given away. And also, jot down your entries that you make uh, so that you can play along on Sunday and know exactly what you picked. What? What's he saying? You can win Sling Blade signed by Billy Bob Thornton. Go to the front page of the iBang. Play the Oscar contest. Make your picks. Be a fucking winner. Get some cool shit. What are we jotting down, though? When you put your entry in, you may not be able to... Um, See your entry again once you put it in, so just jot everything down so that you know what you picked. Oh, that makes it easy. It's just so you can play along on Sunday. I'm okay. gonna fucking playing along. Emmanuel Riva. Emmanuel Riva. Old broad. Fuck you, Jennifer Lawrence. I don't care how slutty you were in fucking... Are you going to eat a brownie for this? Yeah. I hope I have some left. <laughs> All right. We break back, run fast.
It's Rana Fez show on Oscar week. Popcorn is our intern today. You're here on your own. And Chris was saying that you're upset with Matt, the other intern. Um, I, I wouldn't say upset, um, but kind of displeased at the way um, he went about things while I was not around. How, how did he want go about what? Um, he tried to get a intern from uh, the PR department mm-hmm. who asked me to walk out with her. And then subsequently she told me her birthday was coming up in like a week or so. And I said, we should go get a drink at one of the bars that are around here. You mm-hmm. know? So I guess... I don't know if Becky, the the intern, uh, told him about this or if he was eavesdropping or mm-hmm. s- somehow he found out, like, by watching us walk down the hall, which is kind of creepy anyway. And um, I just felt uncomfortable with the fact that a fellow intern who we're supposed to be working together, even though it is a competition of sorts for, you know, who who can get the better reference mm-hmm. or <clears throat> employment opportunities. And um, for him to, I don't know, I, I know that we all take jabs at each other, but I just thought that was... Uh, you felt like he was low. teasing you in front of the girl? No, no, it it wasn't in front of the girl, but is I wasn't there. But mm-hmm. but I felt he this is what I thought. He got jealous. I was talking to a pretty girl mm-hmm. at Sirius. Well, I'm going to be honest, she's one of the prettiest girls around here, prettiest interns at least. Mm-hmm. And I think he got jealous, wanted to I don't know. Do I don't know. I don't want to say sabotage, but that's the word that comes to mind. And have her be involved in something that she didn't want to be involved in. Yeah. And um, she told me that uh, it seemed like he was begging her to come on the air to talk about me. And that she said uh, he was doing it with malice. Or that—that's how. Well, I can honestly tell you, he never said anything to us about it. I mean, I don't know what kind of teasing that was going back and forth, but I don't even know the girl that you're talking about. And dude, you gotta remember, this is radio. Have fun. You're young. Have fun. Enjoy all this stuff. I I am, but the fact that he thought that was a story. Or could make a bit out of it. Yeah, but a lot of the a lot of the young guys do that because they don't have uh, you know how we're trying to teach you to go through the news and go through stories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Young guys have a tendency to think of almost like um, like jackass. Like let's do something ourselves. Let's create it ourselves rather than you know find it in the news. I think sometimes you take things a little too. You, you just gotta. Remember, radio is just silly and fun. I I completely get that. And if it was something like 
uh, Matt was surfing my Facebook and found out that I like to do, uh, I, I don't know, like play with ponies or, okay. or, or something like that. So that That's funny, mm-hmm. potentially, if I was playing with those, um, I, I forget what they're called. Like the, the Brody thing? Or the My Little Pony. Right, yeah. right. They're bronies. Bronies. Yeah. Right. That would be funny for the radio. But, right. hey, intern Joe was talking to another intern and asked her to get drinks on her birthday. Like, where do, where does that go, you know? See, here's what you sometimes I think maybe you should hang out with the ONA guys because they're kind of knock around guys. Maybe that'll help you get into the whole thing with it, like their staff. Because okay, I don't, I don't think Matt's out there. Yeah, I think maybe he might have been searching for a bit. But did he bring it up to you, Chris? I heard about it. I thought I thought they were over it, but I, I thought. Oh, you thought that they that these was... guys don't get along too good? Well, I thought they were over. I, I heard about, I I know about the girl, and uh, then I thought that it was it was done. I talked to them about it two days ago. Okay, I hadn't even I, heard about. I it. thought it was done too. So it's done as far as you're concerned, right? I mean, yeah. You want Chris to go and talk to him? To Matt? No. Yeah. No. I mean, there, there's nothing that Chris could say that... Well, I mean, obviously there is, but I've I've said what I've needed to say to him. Right. But we got to get you a little more relaxed, a little more fun, a little more silly, a little more having fun with radio. What's, what's, what's your favorite thing about radio? Meeting girls? <laughs> no. Um, the, the fact that people tune in to, uh, want to hear your opinion, you know, they're interested in what you have to say, you know? Right. And, uh, have you worked in the production stuff at all? We're Has getting he tried into that? that? We're getting into that. Cause you know, being a drummer, he's got that timing thing down. Yeah. I've been talking to him about doing some musical things. Your whole time here, just try a couple different things. Don't let the other kids get to you. It's all in fun, all right? No, it's not that they're getting to me. I, I just felt a line was was crossed between interns. Who's uh, the, the girl, I guess? She's not on this side of the building? Not No, she's... The other side of the building? Yeah, by the... Uh, she's upstairs and... Well, all the, the interns side. end up just going together in some kind of a weird young intern place? There's like multiple different. There's like a couple different places where there's intern stations. Oh, and so that that that's where that it's like where computers they can use to work because not being in the offices. They or, end up in a, in a long row together. Yeah, they call it like intern row. I know you saw this. It's station. upstairs, like like around a weird corner, but then it's just there, and it's, you don't even expect anything to be there when you fucking. You're not an intern. You're not allowed back there. Um, here's uh, Tony. Tony, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie, we used to have board gossip with Eastside Dave. Maybe we could have intern gossip. Brothers, think of this as a opportunity and use this to your best advantage. He's got a point there. I mean, you're bringing in a part of the world that I didn't even know existed. Um, let's hmm. go over to Chris and Phil. You're on the Ron Fed show. Hey, Ronnie B. You remember yeah. when you had cool interns? This kid's a drummer in a band. A he drummer. just uh, hasn't found his place yet. He's missed some time. He had a bunch of sick days and stuff. That kind of threw you off. You just haven't found your place yet. I think you seem like you're very uh, tense, young man. You got a lot of tension in your life? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, mostly self-created tension. What 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 are you worried about? The future or something? Yeah, I guess anticipatory. Yeah. About you, you know. What what could, I think about what could go wrong? Uh, I had the uh, heart exam done. Uh, uh, that's got you worried. Well, they they told me everything was all right, but they said they needed to do like one more test to make sure that it's arrhythmia and uh, that they could put me on a medication for it or something like that. And, okay. You know, my mind just goes to, oh my god, I'm gonna need a heart procedure. Uh, right, and that scares the living yeah, right. hell out of me. You know, I'll. I, I told my parents this. I was like, if if I need a heart procedure, I will never go to another doctor again. I'll let it take its course with me. I'm, what did your parents say? The my mom kind of took it as like you're you're full of shit. Of course you'll have a procedure. But have you ever had anything happen to your heart before? No. No. Okay, so there's there's more concerns than anything that's actually happened. Yeah, my right, see, he's at a, like a he's at a, a stressful crossroads. This young guy, you gotta live in the now. Yeah, live in the now. He's right. Live in the moment and fucking grab that shit. You need to get some fun stuff to think about. Uh, David in Texas, you're on the Run Fed Show. Yeah, Ron, just think about you know this guy. That, I mean, he sounds like a miniature Fez. Uh. All this stuff going on. You can really over worry. You know, like there's one thing to plan for the future or look out for stuff, but you can over worry. Can I say this? Your eyes don't even look happy. You look like you're a sad kid. There was a magazine. But here's the thing. You're in what's got you sad? There's something that you're probably not telling us. Um the uh the the work environment lately it, i i feel like um i'm like the second intern you know can i just yeah and that you want to be the first intern uh, honestly yeah i mean who right. of course and <laughs> i don't mean to be like a douche but like i th- this is my personal feelings right. i i feel that I know more about sport. No, not to be like, I know more than you. Right. So you feel like he's got more mic time than you? Not, I, I guess. I guess that's what it boils down to. But you, the other day you, you referred to him as when you were talking about the uh, old baseball card that had just been found, the 920 yeah. grand one. Right. And you said, our resident sports expert or right. something. And I was just like... If he's your expert, like, right, you know, what are you? Chop liver. Okay. But you- I, that's a good point. But see here, let me just tell you the difference. He came in. He says, "I want to be the sports guy. I want to specify the sports stuff." Right. So I gave him a couple things, and he got it done. It's not a race to anything here. You know, everybody goes off and does other stuff. Pips came in when he was an intern. Started being brilliant at the technical stuff. Same thing happened with Chris Stanley 
You interned for like, what, about a year before you did any mic time at all? Yeah, it was a while before I was ever on a mic. And then even when I was hired, I was still just doing, just running everything in the back. Just literally running everything back there. And there's and I not. for 20 months. And it's not like we consider one thing to be more important to the other. You know what I mean? It's not a race. Everybody's on their own thing. And a lot of times if I'm like putting over somebody with the audience, that's just for that moment. You know what I mean? Then every every day, everybody in radio has to come in and do it all over again. I don't care who you are. Uh, O and I get up in the morning and they got to prove themselves all over again. And what they did before doesn't matter. You feel a lot of stress for a lot of things, but I got to tell you, if you're going to be in radio, there's good days and bad days. And as far as I'm concerned, I've never had one show that I went, oh, that show w- went perfectly. Just doesn't happen. You know, you got to let, you know, you got to let things happen and you got to blow them off you again. You know, you got to let them go. But no one is sitting around saying somebody is beating the other intern at this or that, you know. No, I, I, I really didn't, you know. You feel, feel like that. you haven't had your chance yet to show your expertise. Yeah, exactly. All right. And what do you think that's going to be? I mean, uh, sports, music, I mean, uh, I know a little bit about everything. Okay, I'm going to do a break with you next week, and we're going to see what stuff that you can, you know, get on. But I got to tell you this, interning, most shows you would never make the air unless it was doing some stunt or something, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm going to give you this thing, and I'm, I'm worried about the tension that you feel. And Chris is, came to me, and he said he's worried about the stress that he sees you under. He thinks that you take stress really hard. It's it's not so much stress. It's more, um, I guess, dis- disappointment, you know? What are you disappointed in? Uh, I, I don't know. I guess myself for not uh, putting myself out there more like i don't know if there's more that i could be doing you're, t- you know? you're taking it too hard look let me tell you something you're on the 36th floor in midtown manhattan you're so much further ahead than i was when your age went and i didn't know anything i wanted to do you're not losing any race whatever this race is you're making it up in your own head no you, i don't i don't feel that there's a race mm-hmm. i feel that matt you know He's a. You say he's more of a competitive guy than you are. No, I w- I wouldn't say that because I'm. Uh, I consider myself really competitive. Like you ask my friends when I'm playing basketball or, or uh-huh. anything else. Like I'll be the first to, you know, body you up, and then if you hit the ground, like, sorry, but you know we're we're playing basketball. You know. All right, here's Adam. You're on the run of face show. Hey, uh, I'm kind of concerned that this guy might be trying to take over and be the new Fez. Sounds kind of like a mini-me of Fez. There's hard conditions, constant worrying, conspiracy theories. You would think that Fez would want to adopt this kid as his own. I would be honored if Fez adopted me. All right, why don't we do this? Fez is going to mentor you, and Fez is going to be in charge of getting you ready for your break. Chris? Yes. That's perfect. That means that you've got Matty Ice... Matt Strong on your own. Okay. Did you, did you think that uh, we've been nicer or we've been somehow favoring Matt? I guess because he's here more, right? 
He's, 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 he's here one more day a week here. So no. he's And then uh, he's already, Popcorn's missed a couple days too, right? Yeah. But that's just the beginning. You know, it's, it's just you know, circumstance. Now you got a mentor. Now you got Fez Watley. Now Fez, I can't lose. Well, here's what you got to do. And I can tell you about heart procedures, too. Oh, great. See, that, I, I'd rather he didn't even worry fun, about it. Fun. Seems like he's got nothing wrong with his heart, Fez. That's what it sounds like. like the do- let the doctor worry about it. And if the doctor says you're okay, you're okay. Uh, David, you're on the Run of Fez show. All right, let's go over to Chris. Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, hey, guys. Maybe this kid wouldn't have so many problems if he didn't miss so much work and have his buddy call in and vouch for him all the time. Okay, some of that stuff happened, sure. Whatever. Again, it. we blow it off. It was yesterday. Good day. Yeah, that's yesterday's. For the record, I, I did There's not no tell record. him. There's no okay. record. There's no record in radio. You come in and do it fresh. Whatever happened yesterday is gone. Okay. If I had a great show yesterday, I can't come in here today and be like, uh, oh, I got it easy now. No, it's the same thing. You got to build a sandcastle every day, and every day it gets knocked down. Next day you build another sandcastle. It happens in front of, behind. And I'm telling you now, Pips, uh, Hicks trained him, and Pips is running everything in the back, and it's as valuable to us as any team member that we have. We honestly are, we put ourselves in a position now where we could probably do without Chris Stanley more than we could do without Pips. Wait, okay. Um, we don't need Chris Stanley at this point. That, that we hurts. have a younger, stronger, less partying Chris Stanley. And that was my thing. I'm like, please, Chris, yeah. give him your skills so that when the time is right, I can put two in the back of your head. I don't remember that last part. That's the problem. This is fucking worrisome. Um, Dave, you're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah, hey, Ronnie. While I was sitting there, I, I thought of something that would probably help Popcorn out, and he could probably even tap into Fez as his mentor. But, uh, hey, uh, Popcorn, is it a bad thing to have an inverted penis? All right, so that's what you're going to get from these callers. When, what's going to happen with these callers, you show them the slightest bit of weakness, and they're going to be on you. Yeah, I hung up on him before. See, that's what you deal with every day. Call them haters. Every single day. Oh, uh, here's Brian in Nebraska. You're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ron Fest. Yeah. I just wanted to say this guy's going to lose his girl before he realizes if you don't stop being such a faggot about everything. I'd right, say. I don't have a girlfriend. You lost your girlfriend. You lost your band. That's why we're worried about you a little bit. You look very stressed out. Well, the the band and the girlfriend was uh, not not too recent, so. But it's still weighing on you. Um, and then you come in, you got this tall kid, Matt Strong, and he seems to be making his mark in life. Yeah. Did you have somebody like that, an intern that you were competitive with? Um, well, when I first when I my first internship, the f- yeah. first semester I started, it was me and Nasratu. So I didn't feel much pressure for him. But every time there was a new intern class coming in, I hated all of them, whether I say it or not. I was like, I was like, they're gunning, they're gonna try to take the fucking job I'm going for. So I didn't like any of them. Nico, fucking uh, Velvet Underground, uh, Scruffy. I didn't like at first, although he turned out to be a great intern. But I, I just liked so all of them. So when you were interning, you were that competitive too. I felt. I felt. See, I was never, I've never been aware of this. 
Well, I felt I felt paranoid a little bit. But see, here's the thing about Sirius that's kind of great is it's just not going for a job on the show if anything opens up in the company. Yeah. Like we just got Catholic Joe on another channel. That could be good for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm always glad that if we train somebody and have them go on and do something else, whether it's here or I know we tried to hook Pips up with some of our friends at CBS before, too. Um, here is uh, here's Andrew. Andrew, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ronnie B. Uh, I figured Stephen Wright was too old to get college credit. Um, again, you're never going to get it from them. You're never going to get a break from these people. I don't know who Stephen Wright is, so joke's on you. Well, he's a comedian, very v- funny comedian. But uh. b- a little older for you, I guess. Who's the comedian that you think is the hot comedian of your generation? A hot comedian? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I thought Ron Hedberg, uh, Mitch Hedberg was hot at the time. Well, that was a long time ago. Yeah. He's been gone. Yeah. Um, so you kind of see yourself as a young Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like Chris isn't paying enough attention to you? Is he a tough mentor? Um, he's he's tough, but in a in a tough but fair, a good tough. Okay, good. thank you. Like a like a stern father figure. Okay. Now who chops wood in his backyard? All right, that's great. Okay, so now we're going to give you an elderly kind of Sino grandma (laughs) figure in Fez. Fantastic. And she will be doing the mentoring. Tell you about the old days of Crank Up Radio. Um, here's uh, Doug. Doug, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Mr. B. Yeah. You know, honestly, I think this kid's doing a work. I think he's, you know, he took some angles from Fez and he's kind of played it in and he, he duped old Mr. Centaur there and got himself on the air. Maybe it worked. You know, that only. You know, it works one day, and then the next day you got to come up with a little thing. All right, so let's get you back to your thing. You're feeling a little better, right? Yeah. All right, so Fez is going to work on you for a bit next week. And Chris, yeah. let Fez handle it for a little while. All right, I feel I just want what's best for popcorn. That's nice of you. I feel good about Frogman, that. A.K.A. Joe. Yeah, one thing I would do, Fez, one name. Frogman, yeah. Popcorn, Joe. We got to decide on that. too many names. All right, we'll talk to you later, buddy. All right. Jump on those phones. Jump on those phones. Stay off those bones. <sighs> oh, we got a lot of kids to worry about. Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah. I wish I had a meme for that, but I don't. It's like, for me, looking in a time capsule. Back in time. Oh, you got to pick out a meme winner today, too, don't yeah, you? There, there's a meme winner coming out. Of all the many great ones that were submitted, I fucking, those are great. And I guess without even plugging it first, we'll have to pick out a prize today for somebody who's signed up for the other contest. Oscar winner, dog. Fucking, all you got to do, go to the front page of the iBang, fill out the Oscar quiz, just make your picks for the Oscars. If you get them all right, you win Sling Blade, signed by Billy Bob fucking Thornton, Academy Award winner. All you got to do is run the table. Why do you say run the table? 
Well, you get them all right. But if, if more than one person gets it more, right, you're not exactly running the table. Well, then there's tiebreakers in place. That's all, all the rules are right there on the interrobang. Well, the simplest thing to say is got to be in it to win it. You guys are two hacks. What? Hackney. <laughs> look it up. All right. Hackney. And then look up acne. I'd be glad that you don't have it. Where are you going to Europe? Amsterdam? Maybe Prague. You'll never come back alive. <laughs> Here, there's a lot of gypsies. Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Man, this uh, cold's got me crazy. I never thought that Matt Strong was a mean kid. No, I, I I talked to him about it. I thought it was done. I thought you know. What did Matt have to say? He said he was just he was just talking to this broad. It all came up from you know. I thought because he was leaving early. That's did all. they both like the same girl or something? I don't believe so. I, think. I can't tell. I tried to stay out of the love lives of the interns. I didn't even know that we had the other interns on the other side of the building. There's a shitload of them upstairs just fucking running around. And, yeah, over on the other side. It's crazy. You got these kids fucking just... There's kids everywhere. I think everything's going to work out. Well, we'll see next week if he has a big show. Bit-tastic. All right, random prize uh, winner, right off the bat, Pat Donnelly. Pat Donnelly. Yeah, Patty! Patty Boy! Getting that fucking what Oscar win? prize. Pat wins a copy of Face Off on DVD, signed by Miss Gina Gershon. Ooh, nice. Very nice. Fuck yeah. That's just for fucking going in there and signing in. You gotta take your face <laughs> off. Face off. I will... When I was a fucking child, if someone mentioned the name of the movie in the movie, fucking I loved it. Do what I always do and just point. When I'm watching a movie and anyone brings up the title, I point. I remember being very excited for when they said Silence of the Lambs and Silence of the Lambs. Hey, Fez, what will tomorrow's winner win? Tomorrow's random winner will pick up a copy of Role Models on DVD, the comedy directed and signed by director Nick Stoller. Nice. Fucking prizes galore. Vez has got this. He is all over it. Fucking Oscar No pulling teeth today. Love prizes. I want this Billy Bob fucking signed sling blade. Me too. I fucking signed up. If I win this, I will take it too. Oh, I fucking want this thing, man. I, I That movie's the shit. I feel like I got the fucking locks. I mean, I, I signed in for Paul O. So if Paul O wins, I'm just going to fucking take the prize. All right. I'll pick them all later. I know. I'm working now. Um, we gotta, we're almost at the end of the show. Yeah. Anything else you really wanted to get into today? Well, there's that audio of uh, the fucking guy. Well, remember maybe a couple months ago, the dudes wanted to fucking castrate Bieber, kidnap him, and fucking cut his balls off? Oh, I like to take a listen to that. Yeah, this is the uh, jailhouse conversation because these geniuses figured everything out over uh-huh. the fucking phone through a uh, prison line. Here we go. Here's the audio. Nuh-uh. No, like the way I work, dude, the way I work is I like to know as little as possible. He's going to use one of the things you gave him 
to get him out of this, and then he's going to go take care of it. We went and we bought some, uh, you know, the hedge clippers. If you're going to give me five large for each one I get. He was going to kill the pit bulls, and uh, you're going to castrate him. Tight, really, really tight. Knot in the front once, really tight, and put in a knot. That cuts off the oxygen, and then you tie it in the back again, really tight. And after just shoot. The fucking guy. It's because the guy who masterminded this thing is in prison doing life. This is the following, dude. And these guys were going. They got arrested out in the world looking to fucking castrate this fucking pop star. Can you imagine how weirded out you'd be if you were a beaver? I'd never not have a fucking army of security just with machine guns. Just maybe even just lighting up fucking fans every now and then to make sure no one got too close to me. Nothing is going to keep you safe, Duff. They want to get to you. Nothing. And it actually sounds so sober and serious. Like, it's not just some guys who are drunk or something and saying, here's what we could do to him. I mean, they are laying out the blueprint there. Yeah. That is terrifying. You are correct. It's a very weird fucking story. Just crazy people planning to do crazy shit. I wouldn't do that with you. I wouldn't. I couldn't say that I wouldn't. I, don't know. I wouldn't do that. That's crazy. Well, if it's someone I really hated, like I don't care about Bieber, but someone I hated. I'm starting to worry some of the other interns are planning to do this to some of the other interns. I did not know we had so many intern problems. It gets weird sometimes. When you came in and said that he was uh, so tense, it was a shocker to me. And I didn't know that he was jealous of Matty Ice. I thought it was. I thought it was, I thought it was over. I thought it was just a little tiff, and then done. Maybe they got to do a sport contest against each other. That could be big because he seems like he wants to do the sports. He's hungry for it. He wants to shine. I really do treat Matty Ice too good, though. Well, Matty Ice came out fucking strong out of the gate. That's all. He did come out strong out of the gate. You can't. And I'm like, you know, the people that are confident might give an extra break, though. It's all right. He's got a new mentor. Things are going to work out. See how the sports contest goes. Uh, There's a whole show from 1992, Rage Against the Machine. uh, Which... Is crazy, and what is the story that the rich see the internet differently than the poor? Okay, this is this is this is a fucking weird one, and nothing. It's something I never really ta- thought about. So, basically, this comes down to data mining. Basically, companies fucking taking your, selling your information that you implant into their fucking websites, uh-huh. like Google, fucking taking what searches you make, uh, going through your email and giving you specific ads, and then these companies. Are making the internet just sell shit back to you that you they find that you like, and it, it goes as far as Google will see how much you pay for things, and if you pay more for for like say a book, they'll charge you more for the book and an ad. Or if you're poorer, they'll or if you you're more likely to pay less for something, they'll fucking sell something to less money. So to you. the difference here is, I could show up for a website. No, let's yeah, let's say show this. You show up for a website. And just going to show you discount cigarettes and generic beers. Yeah. I show up for a website, and I'm going to see Blue Diamonds, 
Gucci handbags. Baller shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is uncomfortable in a lot of ways because it does kind of mean we look. Now, I wonder if it would then mean Google would give you the kind of stories that you want. It's going to that too. Yeah. It's 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 coming. What the point was is like it's giving you less options because it's just giving you more of what you already fucking got your your likes. So that you have less access to things that you wouldn't normally know about. But, and this is also fucking bad, too. All right, suppose there's a book ad out, right? Yeah. I'm seeing the ad for $20. Chris Stanley's seeing it for 17 Because nice. he's a cheap fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have fuck yeah. But I, I also money. always worry that it begins them, you know, they give the conspiracy theory people more conspiracy stuff. And the fact is, when we used to go on the internet it was about us exploring. Like, we can forget that. But remember, when you first went on, you are like, what an amazing thing. I'm finding out about new things. And and now it's like, we will now present the universe to you. You don't go out and find the universe. We yeah, will present it. They're calling it personalization. And I don't think it's a conspiracy. It's happening. Like, fucking spammers get your information. They get your email address. They You get spam. Everyone gets spam. Well, I went online one time, like, looking for a lamp. And just looking at different lamps, clicked on one to look at it, never bought it or anything. And then, like, for the next two weeks, it would that same lamp would show up in ads on different websites. I didn't even have to go back to that same website. It happens with uh, YouTube all the time. If they find out what you're into, that will pop up like that all the time. Um, in Google's email, the, in, the, in the Gmail, at the top there's a running fucking line of ads... And it'll go through like stuff like like fucking stories or shit. I'll fucking send out, and then they'll fucking it'll pitch me items that relate to that. It's fucking. It gets the Google Gmail stuff gets fucking real weird because that's what they're all about: selling you shit on their fucking ads. Um, that's their entire fucking base of the company. Charlie, you're on the Run Fast show. Ronnie just slid in orange juice trickles. I gave you blue, blue diamonds, Gucci Kingston. I gave you things you couldn't. I saw you. Ahem. Walking in the rain. You're like a squirrel trying to get a nut. And it's orange juice. Not even orange juice. Uh, it is a Renafe show. Fez, you ever find yourself getting jealous of Chris? Uh, no, I don't find myself getting jealous of Chris. Stop that one flat then. So we don't have the same problem with the show that we have with the interns. I should probably announce the meme winner at this point. Yeah, I would love to hear it. A couple popped out at me. Um, I thought there were just, there was a ton of great ones. Just because you didn't win the fucking prize doesn't mean you're not a winner. Doesn't mean you blow. Yeah, because there's a lot of great shit out there. And what are we giving the meme winner? The meme winner is getting Shakes to Clown signed by Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, that's nice. Hell yeah. So, for the meme winner, the winner is Slay's Pussy. Not that kind. Oh, brings up the dead cat again. And I'll say the runner-up that I thought almost won. Isn't willing to talk about anything. Gets that dollar dollar. <laughs> that shouldn't even have been close. Oh, I, I'd like to get that dollar dollar. Maybe uh, fucking chuckle. Isn't willing to talk about anything. Gets that dollar dollar. That was C no, money. No, I don't have any problem with that. But Ed Rooney with Slay's Pussy, not that kind, is the fucking winner of the meme contest. All right. 
Well, you can't beat that. A lot of great entries, though. Uh, now I guess the big thing is the uh, the Oscar contest. And from what I understand, gangbusters. Gangbusters. All you got to do is pop on fucking eye bang. Bake your picks. That's all you got to do. And then you get a chance to win Sling Blade, signed by Billy Bob Thornton. I should have stayed home today. I was sicker today than I was yesterday. Uh, Are you spraying this whole room down so you don't make anybody else sick? I'm fucking Lysoling like a motherfucker. Good idea. Because I think I caught it from one of those fucking guys. I think either Roland or Sam or E-Rock. What the fuck? People need to fucking clean themselves. Before they... I got some fucking Clorox wipes. I'll just chew on one of those. I'll, I'll join with you. Look, I'm wiping myself down. It's like I fucking... They say don't put that on your skin. I'm fine. What's going to happen? It's bleach. <laughs> You've bleached your skin. You may have a napkin. Uh, that's it for us. Poor man's shower. Poor man. Where's our lunch at? Forgot. No. We forgot. Because we got to do that other thing at four, right? Yeah. All right, blow it off then, because... Uh, thought we talked about it, though. Maybe I'll just leave now. Uh, Chris, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, um, I was wondering if Popcorn was doing a bit like he's Fez with the arms and eyes and the heart conditions. <laughs> I don't know. He could be his protege, the mentor. By the way, uh, Kurt Cobain would have been 46 years old today. Oh, my God. But it is better to burn out than it is to rust. Rusting is difficult to see. It still seems fucking so young. So, so young. Uh, that's it. We out of here. See you guys back in here tomorrow. Peace, everybody. And that's the end of my show. Donk. <laughs>